Hey, welcome to the Fuck Around and Find Out podcast. Today's our normal, everyday, something like normal-ish podcast. Craziness. Crazy. Yeah. Today we're going to be talking about how to grow from the very start to the end to get to your harvest from, like, you're explaining it to a novice and your good old feral here is playing the novice. It's going to be fantastic. Let's see if our crowd of people, we have... Uh, Trim over there, we have Deadpool, we have Shine So Bright, and we have Michael Nutty. And we're going to see if these gentlemen can put up with explaining to me how to fucking grow. Uncle Ben's in coming. I have a new for you. All right. So I'm just going to like knock on the door. Hi, everybody. My name is Farrell. I'm from Reddit, and I want to learn how to grow the magic shrooms. You should have read the goddamn fucking forums, dude. Why, read the forums. Why didn't you go to Shroomery? Yeah, why didn't you go to Shroomery? Read the forums. Shroomery told me about the Reddits, and I was on the Reddits. How many bags of Reddit, Uncle Ben's have you bought? I went to Walmart, but we only have one of them little neighborhood Walmarts, and they only had 12 bags. I bought them all, but I bought the name, the non-name brand one. It has uh, parsley in it. Is that going to work? Absolutely. Absolutely not. Yeah, you want to avoid the flavor. I have no idea what you're even talking about right now. <laughs> Let's say if you're doing the low end spectrum and you only want to invest the bare minimum and you do Uncle Ben's, you want to make sure that bag is nice and tight and uh, a little air hole and only a little bit of LC because it's already wet as fuck. So I want to like to wet, teach... like a virgin on prom night, wet or Moist. I'm confused. Are we talking about mushrooms? First thing I want to ask you is Maybe. what do you want to grow? You want to grow mushrooms? I, I want to grow the kind that can get me like I can trade to my neighbor next door for head because Okay. Lonely. <laughs> Wait a second. Oh, Listen well, here, goat boy. Thinks, I, I see what's <laughs> happening right now. I see another goat boy over there. <laughs> First of all, let me ask you: Do you take regular showers? Only occasionally, because I do not have any form of employment. First thing you need to do is learn how to be clean before you even think about growing a mushroom. You've got to learn to be clean. Does it count if I think clean thoughts according to my pastor? Only if you douse them in isopropyl alcohol two times a day. Not if you're talking about my pastor, that dirty bastard. <laughs> All right, hold on. All right, so, seriously, okay. number one yeah, thing, so, you got to be clean. I mean, before you, you'll never ever grow tech. mushrooms until you learn to be clean. Sterile tech is going to be the most important weapon you have against hams. Well, Basically, the Karens like, on the mycology world. Can I just clean like one room, like my bathroom, and do everything in there? Uh, it's a gamble. If you can keep to one one area, and you stay in one area with low air movement, and no you spray no your air. yeah no air movement, and you spray your air with ISO and work quickly and efficiently, where you're not dusting shit around, you can get away with it. With but you're gonna need that bathroom to take your shower, sir. What about when I shit? <laughs> Just do it right over the toilet. It adds a nice flavor. The mushrooms like it. You know, a little pool in in into mycelium. Nice. I have I been like working it. all by hover potty. I could. 
you need to get right, yourself on. a clear tote, like from Walmart. I don't have a goddamn okay. computer to do my damn goat bleed. A decent right. sized clear tote, and you're gonna cut holes in the side of that tote, or you can set it on a table and hang it off the edge if you're triple jointed like Deadpool. You mean that that T Rex tech? T Rex hands. <laughs> T Rex tech is perfect for when you need a small little area to do work because. It's sealed. There's hardly any room. So you fuck around with shit that you don't want anywhere near anything else. You clean it first. You clean yourself. You do your job. And then it's easy to destroy it. A little bit of gasoline in a match. I'll just want to make mushrooms. How do do I go about getting the mushroom seeds? (laughs) From a mushroom plant, of course. I fucking hate you. I fucking fucking hate you. All right. So your bet, your best bet here: seeds, spores, whatever you want to call them today. (laughs) Your best bet: go to go online, go go to anything spores.com. You got any of those big sites? You can go any Reddit. Maybe trade for some swabs of mascara, or you can trade for prints for whatever cactus seeds you just pulled out of your aquarium. Who the fuck knows? But any any kind of print, you could go for a a multi spore syringe. Put that okay, in. so now the pirate ship company has brought me my prints and my syringes and a swab that is kind of pinkish in color. I think <laughs> it might be rouge. Well, is it what? What is the name of the culture? Is it Red Boy? Is it Rusty White? It says Enigma. <laughs> Take that and they, they shove it right me. in your ass. <laughs> Enigma. <laughs> they lied to you. You need to go call somebody else. I've actually had these questions before. <laughs> Have you been writing these questions down from all the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> like, nothing more than spores from a sporeless culture. <laughs> Although, I heard there's a secret project going on in that, but we'll, we, di- we, we digress. We digress. <laughs> Now he's got the go bleed. Now he has it. He's talking like a goddamn tardo. <laughs> yeah. All right. So oh, I've got, good. I've got my spores, and I have some in a syringe, but I cannot visibly see clumps of spores in the syringe. But it is from a name brand dealer. You're still gonna have plenty of spores in that spores. syringe. There's gonna be plenty of spores in there. Spores you can't see with the naked eye until they clump up. You'll be fine. Now Shake do I it just up. in Check this into a bag. In my opinion, you need to take that spore syringe and put it in a drawer until you get the proper supplies ready. Don't even open it yet. You okay. can't just magically have them grow out of your syringe. You need to be prepared for it. And what's now, the first step? My, my first step is to ask you, how many mushrooms are you planning on growing? Do you need a bunch? Do you need just a few? Are you wanting to start I just farming? J- just enough for yourself? Do you yeah, own a maybe. do you own a pressure canner? Oh yeah, my grandma gave it to me when she died of the cholera. Perfect. So I'm gonna have to give you a little shopping list. Okay. <laughs> if you want to do this properly. No, we'll spend some money. You're you're gonna need a little bit of vinegar. You're okay. gonna need some 70% isopropyl rubbing alcohol. Don't drink that, right? 
Don't drink it. Don't drink it. Okay. Little sip. You're going to need some sort of a heat source, like a, a, a propane torch or or a even an alcohol fire. lamp. Or, or, okay. Oh, I like fire. Oh, yeah, I got that. <laughs> and maybe if, you, if you're rich, maybe get yourself a scalpel or oh, some tweezers. Oh, yeah, I got some of them. I got an X-Acto knife. If it's metal, it'll work. Oh, it's metal as hell. Can't put it in the microwave. I tried. Man, you got a sexy accent, by the way. I just want to say that. <laughs> so you got your you got your tote. Did you cut some holes in the sides of it yet? No, I heated up on the, accidentally. I put a coffee can up there full of lard fat and uh-huh. on the stove, and it got real hot. And I was like, "Oh hell, damn! That's a pretty good size hole." And I just burned right through the side of that plastic that, container. That works. So now you got a tote. You got your you got your uh, your mic or your. Uh, Alcohol, that's what you're going to be using to disinfect everything, right? You're yeah, spray not it all inside. Got it. Right, don't drink it. Put it on your hands. This this is after you wash your hands and your ass and whatever else, you know. You want to be clean. <sighs> okay, guys, I'm going to need you to step in. Should we do them with agar or should we have them do BRF? What is agar? Agar is it's similar to jello. But it's a little thicker. It doesn't melt in the heat like Jello does. And at this point, you'd be probably buying pre-poured plates, Possibly. which you could probably source. I mean, you could potentially do like a one-stop shop. Some of the places online offer, you know, grain, syringes, everything you need to start. But I mean, in that case, you're really looking at sterility. You, you want to be clean, clean. But uh, with going other routes, if you're trying to if you're doing the incentive of making the agar and going that far with it, it depends on how much incentive you have. Right. We need, to, we need to figure out exactly how far he wants to go. Do we want to do uh, PF Tech is what I'm getting at, or should we go ahead? Reddit, well, that's roll. that thing that Reddit was saying is, is PF Tech. That's that thing that Reddit was saying I should start with because it's it doesn't contaminate easy. Well, I know a guy named Wade Watts. And I think he's the man that can tell you all about that because he's an expert on it. Oh, he knows. Does anybody know Wade Watts? Is he in here by any chance? Oh, shoot, we lost him. Never mind. (laughs) Dad, give it. He he should come back. Okay. (laughs) Well, you're going to need to get yourself some brown rice flour also. Okay. You got that? Yeah, no problem. They got down there the Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> and you got yourself some agar. Do you have any grains available where you live? You you, you got any uh, home brewing shops or anything like that? Now, around here in the middle of nowhere, we got all sorts of things. We got the uh, tractor supply. Uh, okay, well, we don't need the grains for this. I'm just asking for future reference because there, there's more than one way to skin the cat, as you would say. Yeah, I should know. Grandma does it all the time. Does she? Yeah. <laughs> See, what, 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 what I'm telling you about lights. is a method called PF Tech. It's it's a good beginner way to uh, get mushrooms right off the bat. It's it's not the most prolific. You're not going to get tons of mushrooms out of it, but it's a good way to start. I just want to eat something that's going to make me feel good and make me stop thinking, about all these weird thoughts I have in my head. 
Like I read a story about licking a toad once, and I tried to lick so, the toad, so and it gave me diarrhea. So you got yourself some mason jars, I'm assuming, since you got a canner. Oh, the best kind of mason jars, cur and ball jars. Right. You have a, a way to pop a hole in a lid of a jar, by any chance? Oh, yeah. No, there's all sorts of ways. You can use an ice pick. I Perfect. got a screwdriver. Yeah, I got all sorts of things, pointy right. things. You got pl- plenty of Band-Aids, right? I had a Band-Aid. <laughs> I just use electrical tape now. And, and now now I need you to go to the garden center and get something called vermiculite next. Vermiculite. Is that that expanded stone stuff that's kind of shiny? Very similar. Yes, sir. It's it's oh, it's, right. a, it's a type of rock. Yep. Mushrooms eat rocks, so don't worry, it'll be okay. Fantastic. I got some. All right. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna start preparing our jars, right? You're gonna drill a hole or pop a hole in the top of your your jar. And then, oh, I forgot one more thing. You're going to need something called micropore tape from the Band-Aid aisle at Walmart. I made a hole. You made a hole. Perfect. <laughs> How am I the one talking about BRF? Okay. He better get his butt back in here. All right. <laughs> it's likely that he lost because I'm going to step out storms. of character for just a second here and let y'all know I have never done BRF in my life. So, okay. <laughs> you have two other people. They just don't talk much. I know. I, I, I have never done it myself. So I don't, don't even know where to contribute on that one. <laughs> I went right to both. Am I the only motherfucker here that's actually done BF Tech? Oh, well, the the other fellow dropped out of our chat temporarily. He has bad internet. Well, I think that there might have been that uh, big old ice storm he's got up there. That, that oh, yeah, us. it's bad. Yeah. Yeah, we're good. That's weather. what you get for living with the fucking penguins and shit. That that man is so dedicated. We were going to have a show last night. Make he was standing hole. out in a field <laughs> oh, yeah. in a snowstorm just to talk oh, to us. Oh, God. Oh, making holes in your lid. Feels good. Stab at something. Mm, All right. Stab. The old fashioned way of doing PF Tech is you're going to take, have two holes. One, you're going to put some micropore tape over it. That's going to allow just a little bit of air to flow through it. And the other one, if you don't have the self healing injection ports, you could just put a dab of silicone rubber on it and let it dry. The RTV hot temperature silicone. Yes, sir. And then you're going to mix together. I don't know the exact numbers, but you're going to mix together some brown rice flour and vermiculite. And then add water to it until it gets what we call field capacity. That's where if you take a handful of it and squeeze it really hard, you're only going to get a couple drops of moisture out of it. I think it's probably like one to one by weight. Right. I have in book, he says somewhere. I do not know that. But that's what they call field capacity. You'll hear that as you read about mushrooms, because you're going to be obsessed with it if you get into this hobby. That's just normal. <laughs> you bit with bug, it does not stop. Kind of like the herpeter. Right. So then you're going to fill all your jars that you made with the holes in the lids and everything, about half to three quarters full of this mixture we just made, right? It sounds good. I'm following. I got it done. Then, then you're going to stack all them bad boys in your pressure cooker with... Uh, you know, you're going to have what they call that that space right at the bottom. It's called a trivet if you want to be fancy. We just gonna, called it a trivet. Yeah, there you go. And uh, you're going to put some water in the bottom of that pressure cooker, right? 
So you got all your jars in there, and you're also going to cover your jars loosely with aluminum foil to keep any moisture from going in them. Me, myself, personally, I like to put a little bit of vinegar in my pressure cooker to keep my jars from getting cloudy whenever they're in there. Depends on how good your That's water is, whether you need to do that or not. Grandma does that with her jars for the jam and shit, and it keeps it so that it's nice and pretty, and she can see everything that's inside it, and that's how she wins every year to count a fair. So you, so you got your, your pressure cooker all loaded with these jars with that mixture in it. You're going to seal it all up, and you're going to bring it up to temperature, let it vent for a little while, then close the vent down. You're going to pressure cook that at 15 PSI for at least 90 minutes to up to 120 minutes. Just make sure you have enough water in there that it doesn't go dry. That's the main thing. You don't want to, like, fill it with water either, though. You want just enough so you don't run out of water. Okay. We're there. Now, once that's all done, you're going to let your pressure cooker come back down to room temperature normally. Just let your jars cool, like, overnight. Don't mess with them that day. At least overnight, if not a day or two. Once they're all cooled off, that's when it's time to pull out your, you, you lay out your jars inside your sterile container. You sterilize everything. You sterilize yourself. You, and then you put your little spore syringe inside your little uh, still what air box. If I want to have babies one day, I don't have to like use a bander or anything, do I? A what? Bander or the bedozo? Like, you just mean like. My hands, right? Like, not my special bits. Oh, you, are you are you trying to tell me you need to put on gloves? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we keep do. losing people. We keep losing people. I'm, we're killing them. We're killing them off. <laughs> yes, if if you have your rubber kitchen gloves, put them suckers on before you start. Yeah, when you when you're coming clean, and you get you got your shower before you started all this, of course. Yep, it was Sunday. So so you got your jars inside your still air box. You have your spore syringe. <laughs> I keep hearing these beeps they throw me off. You, uh, That's because gonna... people keep leaping. <laughs> you, you pull the cap off your spore syringe. And then this is going to take a little bit of a little bit of talent. You got to be careful and don't do like some people I know and uh, squirt your whole syringe into first jar. You just want a few drops into each jar after you shook up that syringe and squirted it in there a little bit at a like time it's soaking like when you're in more good mormon and you soak so you don't right. for us yeah okay. you don't want to put a lot in there Jeez, fuck. I, <laughs> help that. God, God. I know this is crazy <laughs> so once you do that you're going to put these somewhere your jar somewhere room temperature and you're going to wait until they turn white, not green, not green. Hopefully, if they if they turn any other colors, you you had a bad bad batch. There's, they're going to turn nice and pretty and white. It's going to take a while. I mean, up that to two weeks. Sounds a little bit racist. <laughs> wait, wait, we're not friends of green. <laughs> <laughs> so so. After a couple of weeks of being in the jars, let's hope we got a bunch of good ones. Because, you know, you never know with a sports range. They could have some bad stuff in there with them. So, you know, it's it's a shot in the dark at this. But uh, brown rice is, tends to avoid a lot of these problems. But you're going to open them up and you're going to take them cakes out. Right? 
and you're going to submerge them in some nice clean cold water not not something that came with a bunch of daggum uh chlorine in it or anything some nice cool water nice Dunk them in that water boiled sterile well water that'll work, work perfectly nice. as long as it's not still boiling gotcha no of course <laughs> <laughs> Baptism by fire. Right. <laughs> so once you had them soaked for a while, you're going to roll them in vermiculite just like you're coating the outside of a donut or something. Right? Get them oh, all nice and coated. Sparkly. Yes, sir. They're going to be pretty. pretty. <laughs> and. <laughs> Best episode ever. <laughs> Fucking ass. And, and now, once these cakes are all crusted up and looking pretty, look like a crab cake, you know? You're going to set them inside of another tote that has some hydrated, um, what's that? Per, stuff perlite? Perlite in it. Hydrated perlite. I should have had you make this tote ahead of time, but since we're just talking about it, this tote is going to have a whole bunch of holes drilled in it normally just to get some airflow through it, but not too much. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're, going to, you're going to put about an inch or two inch thick layer of perlite that's been moistened really well at the bottom of it. And then Moist. me personally, I, I like I like to take a little a little square of uh, aluminum foil and set it underneath my cakes so they're not like sticking to. The oh, perlite. that's smart. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna set them in there, make sure that they're ready to go, and within a I don't even know how long it'll take, but a few days you should start seeing little baby mushrooms growing out of it. Babies. Well, that doesn't seem that hard at all. It's not. It's not. There's a lot that can go wrong, though. But, you know, that's one so thing. If, was, you, if, if you're going to get in this hobby, you're going to have to learn me, to accept this failure. Fortune oh, yeah. told me that there's something called boofing. Am I supposed mm-hmm. to boof them at this point? Or do I? <laughs> I, I, I I'm sorry. I got to step out of here. I cannot condone the boofing. <laughs> I, I wouldn't personally recommend shoving any fungi into the anal cavity. But boof it is in your your outer hole. Oh, it, that's where it's in the exit hole. Oh shit! I've used that wrong my whole week. Man, I thought it was some sort of interesting word for eating. I done told the pastor that I'm gonna boof the sacrament. <laughs> <laughs> was he waiting for you to take off your pants? Was he just? He got excited. <laughs> <laughs> Told me to stay after to see Jesus. <laughs> you must, you must be right. Catholic. <laughs> We're gonna fucking burn for this fucking episode. Okay, we've got PF Tech. PF Tech, everybody. <laughs> give, give PF Tech a round. Yeah. yeah. We nailed it. We can't nail no. PF Tech any better than that. That, that was, was horrible. Most, that was glorious. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I fucked with you the whole time. And you you unwaveringly, like the badass teacher you are, fucking put up with it. <laughs> Yeah, I did a lab cast. I'm back now. <laughs> I couldn't do it. <laughs> you left me hanging, man. I tried I, to call dude, you no, in. I, I, I wanted to shoot myself in the face. I tried to tap you in to get me out of this, and you just left me. 
I left. I actually, I actually texted Trim. I'm like, dude, that is crazy dumb, man. I got to go. I'm in LabCast. <laughs> oh, no. You're going to have to listen to it later. It was, it was glorious. Yeah, I'm trying to give out instructions for a tech I've never even done. It was horrible. Yes, and nobody did it really well. And the whole time, I'm trying to boot in or, or play like Jethro. I'm sorry. Oh, that hurts. I haven't did that hard in days, weeks, probably. Oh, it hurts. Okay. Now, you know so, what I need to do? I, I need to do some PF tech so I can be more in... More, uh, uh, PF Tech is super, super easy, man. Oh, works, I know. I like, just never you nailed got around it. doing I mean, it. You freaking nailed it. Like, you did a great job of explaining it. Um, people should be able to pick it up from there. Cool. It so, probably would have been easier just to do a fucking PF Tech show. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, there's plenty of time. Now, you do a lot of PF, don't you, be Deadpool? Um, yeah. I mean, if I, if I get something from somebody with an MSS or something, I definitely... Well, throw it through PF only because you sure it's, you uh, didn't just take a break to do cocaine because you should talk fast. Well, I, I could see that it'd be a, it's a really good way to get you right to... your fucking ear. <laughs> <laughs> right. I could I could see where it'd be a really handy, even you know not just with spores, but even like a, a cult, culture in there, you know, just to, to test the mushrooms, you know. It, no, exactly because it is so small. <laughs> what's going to end up happening? It's going to colonize faster. It's going to fruit faster. So if you're if you're pheno hunting, it's it's basically a, a miniature shoebox. So you know how fast shoe boxes come through. Oh yeah, uh, the PFTX are going to come through doing, twice as fast. We did the PFTX with the uh, the monstrosity grow, and it was like bam, 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 bam to look for females. Oh. oh, absolutely! I did. I I had a uh, yeah. That was I did four PFTX as part of my uh, my startup. Four PFTX and like six grain jars. That's cool. Yeah. Where would you yeah, recommend a- somebody goes from PFTX once they figure it out? Well, now that now with the bags, I would go definitely. And uh, if they're depending oh. on the sterile tech, because if they haven't gotten their sterile game yet, I would definitely probably say bags. Yeah, all bags, one bags are a lot more forgiving than tubs, you for know? sure. Because if yeah, because if you have an all one bag, like um, I make them, uh, Farrell makes them. I don't know if Trim, you've ever made an all one bag. But, no, I have uh, not. I mean, it's I, it's I always proof. made my own stuff. So. Right, yeah, they, yeah, but no, I mean, actually make them. You can actually make them and throw them in a, and let them just do do their thing. But, oh, uh, you mean like you pretty much just uh, colonize right it into uh, exactly. And then when, yeah. it's, when it's done, you just scrunch it up and then you leave it back on the shelf. And you've never opened the bag. Yeah, you know? ever, so, ever, okay. ever. I, I made great. some rusty whites that way once by accident. Okay. Yeah, you never have to like uh, if you do an all-in-one bag and you do it right. And the best way that, I see a lot of people do the grain first and then their substrate. But when you're trying to mix it, everything wants to mix from the bottom to the top. So it's it's easier if you uh, – because your top part has the most dead space, right, the tall part mm-hmm. of the bag. I find it's a lot easier if you put your substrate down and then like a layer of either like real thin cardboard or like aspen wood chips like for, for uh, like a rabbits or guinea pigs oh. or some shit. <laughs> yeah, and then put like uh, – then put your grain on top. And then once you then once you PC it and everything, you have it folded over. Will you inject your grain that's on top, you know, with your liquid culture or whatever you're growing? Then you, when you go to squish it up and turn it over, the grain turns under the bag. Does that make sense? It makes mm-hmm. it a lot easier to mix in. It, it tends to go along the long, empty side as it turns. 
and then you can just roll the bag back and forth on a table lengthwise and get it all mixed up real easier than trying to mix it from the bottom to the top. It's much easier to mix it from the top to the bottom by flipping it end over end. Yeah, and, and bags are just a, just like jars. You need to leave a little room in them. Don't fill them to the top. Oh, oh yeah. it's, it's, it's called a Michael Court. Yeah, you fill a thing up to the edge of where yep. it starts to flip over. It's basically three quarters. You stay under, well under the uh, the filter patch. Stay yep. well under the filter patch. Yeah, no kissing the filter patch. Don't get too close. <laughs> <laughs> and don't try to sniff it. It's not scratch and sniff. <laughs> For anybody who's it, listening, you can technically do PF tech without a pressure cooker too. Yeah, yeah you can steam that it works. Up. Yeah. Because it's so like resistant to any sort of contamination, there's really nothing in there that uh, well that yeah, whole the whole top layer water water boiler. Yeah. yeah, the whole top layer between the jar lid and the actual substrate, you have just the vermiculite with no brown rice flour in there. So it's basically that is a filter patch. Just but it's a quarter inch filter patch. <laughs> <laughs> Shawty ain't said a word. Did y'all do to him? Well, I'm just so sorry. I got lost in the the, the PF Tech uh, debauchery. <laughs> sorry, he's lost. It's it was, all right. I left too. I left too. Fucking glorious. I literally, I literally shit myself a little. Fucking listen to some of the shit though. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> Okay, who wants? I don't know. I don't. I don't know how Trim went through with it. I, I, no, you are obviously was, made to be a teacher, dude. Because uh, no, I would have stabbed him. I would have stabbed him. Who wants to? Who wants to try to teach me how to make grain spawn? All right, not I'll it, be back dude. in thirty minutes. Not it. Don't you fucking dare, Deadpool. You're the grain spawn master. You learned from the best. Ah. <laughs> I'll teach you how to make grain spawn, motherfucker. All right. Okay. But you can't talk so fast, it hurts. Yeah. It hurts my brain. Got it. Are, are you ready for some loving? Oh. Take it down. <laughs> all right. I'm going to turn all around right. on you. I'm, I'm going to jump in here and fuck with you. All right, all right, all right. So, here we go. Now, oats. I. what do you have? Do you have... Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk you through oats. I've got oats. lots of oats. Yeah, we oats. feed them to the mules. Yeah, that's perfect. Perfect. What I want you to do, grab those oats. All right. And then just rinse them. Use your fucking garden hose. Use the sink in your fucking outhouse. You know, whichever one you got. But not your hose. No, no, no. Well, you know, maybe the first not round, that'd be fine. Personal hose. Yeah. <laughs> the first round would be okay because you're going to do it two more times. I want three rinses so that when you could fill it with water, you can see the grain through the water. Now you know it's clean. Why, yeah. now, you're it. now, the whole time that you are just cl- you're basically cleaning these, but because you are using outside shit, it's going to be dirty. It's been outside, so let's give it a little bit of cleaning. If it's from a bag, trash supply, sponsor. <laughs> but um, if it's from like trash supply, you know it'll be it'll be decent. Um, so you don't need to. What I do is I put in a colander and I shake it through, and it just gets out some of the dust because I do find. When you jar these things up, it will start to muck up, and it it does. It just makes everything stick together instead of being real nice and loose and being able to break it up. But uh, go ahead and rinse that stuff out. You're gonna, and the whole time you're doing this, you want a big pot of water boiling. 
roll, rolling boil. Now, what I do is I add coffee. Made's a big no-no for a lot of people, but I've been doing it fucking till let's see the millennium. So what, twenty-three years? And uh, my contam rate is pretty fucking low. So it's whatever you're doing that's not right. But I take a handful, not a tiny handful, a regular handful, toss that in a huge bucket. Not a huge bucket. A uh, the huge. You sound powder. like you got big hands, Mister. Oh, I do. I have huge hands. <laughs> but uh, basically, uh, when it comes to a rolling boil. Who has big hands, right? With big expectations. He wears big gloves. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you gotta... <laughs> so when it's a rolling boil, you clean these out. You're now draining these grains. Just drain them. You don't need any of that clean water. You're going to go ahead and uh, throw in handful of coffee, spent coffee grain. Not uh, not stuff out of the the new jar, and uh, throw that in there. Out of and the if you have a, uh, that's fine. That's uh, go ahead and empty the bottom of that out into a uh, onto a paper plate and drain all the water off. <laughs> and that that'll work for you. Or even just use a fucking paper towel. You're just trying to get the grains out. That's it. Now, once you're done with that, uh, throw the coffee in. If you have a Tops or a Kroger's or whatever those fucking uh, stores are that sells groceries. You know, uh, they have these things. No, you know what? Let's not even worry about that. Or gypsum. Gypsum's uh that's an iffy thing. You have any drywall in your house there, Hillbilly? Billy? Ah, like we have what? plaster over chicken wire, but I can find some. I think the church has a little bit. Yeah, go in the corner, kick that fucking okay. church wall. And bring home just a, just a couple of chunks of drywall. Now I just grind okay, it. I just, put I, that in my Bible bag, I got it. Don't, got don't it. use right. the drywall out of the bathroom. You, you, you can do that. It's fine. Home. I don't care where you get the drywall from. The it's green the stuff? You're not going to be able to kick that. Right? Just bring, just bring a, just take, crunkle, crinkle that shit up. And uh, you want a small, tiny handful. Uh, just toss that in there. Let it come back Not up the rolling one of boil. Those, Go ahead. One of those people with one of them cursed hands. Eat a yeah, yeah. It's my, it's my best, my good hand. My good arm. It's, my strong it's pointing at you and them. <laughs> Mama says it's not good to stare, but it's real hard. <laughs> I don't know who you're looking at right now. Is it me or Trim? So once it comes to a rolling boil, dump the grain in. All right? And stir it all up. You want to stir it for a good 30 seconds. You want to get that coffee, all the grains, um, evenly distributed through the water. Because those grains are going to expand twice as much. So depending on what you have. Now, I don't know because I left. But <laughs> do, you, do you have a pressure cooker? Yes. Okay. I got it from grandma's. <laughs> All right. Now, you got to – so you're going to go ahead. Actually, you don't need to worry about that yet. Um, once it goes from roaring boil, stir it. After about five minutes, turn off the heat and go ahead and leave it sit between three and four hours. And uh, just let it absorb everything. After that four hours, what I want you to do is – Empty out the water and set the grain in either a bucket or a cooler. Anything will work, but 
Just no, you don't want to sit in a fucking tub of water. You just want to get all the really excessive water out of there. And that is going to go ahead and allow it to go ahead and, well, whatever you haven't killed off in the boil is going to start blooming. So when we pressure cook that grain, it's going to go ahead and uh, kill it. You're basically making peptone, which is basically dead bacteria. You know, that's a $5 word. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> peptone, peptone or bacteria. <laughs> Both of them have the same syllables. God told me peptone. Oh shit! I can count to three. Nice, but once you get all that set up, you're gonna want to lay all these grains out. All right, you're gonna lay them on a a window screen is what I use. Um, actually, I don't use a window screen. I use a screen door screen, and uh, I lay them all out. Make a lot of people real sour. Not really. Actually, if you if it's done right, and these people that are with you aren't complete douchebags, they're going to enjoy the, the, the smell of oats. Unless you let it sit too long. Then, you know, then it might be a little tangy. Now that I'm thinking about it, I've, got, little, some, little I've got a fan blowing on grain right now in the other room that I've had going for a couple hours that I forgot all about. Shit. <laughs> but, alright. So, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Anyways. Where was I? Oh, yeah. So, you're gonna fake, you're gonna, and uh, the best way to do this, you lay them out on the, on, the, on the screen, you blow a fan over them. Walk away for 30 minutes. Come back. Go ahead and, and you just scoop all the grain into a pile again. Basically, How many redis- beer needs 30 minutes? One beer equals 15 okay. minutes. So two beers. Oh, okay, two beers. How tall are these beers? Uh, well, I'm just doing a regular regular, regular beer. Oh, okay. Or one Jack and Coke. I prefer the Jack and Coke. Fair um, enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, one Tucky. Standard yeah. American measurement. That's pretty yeah. standard American measurements. Fair enough. Right, exactly. So, t- two drinks later, come back. Then you you pull all the grain together. This is going to redistribute all the all the water that is on the bottom and in between the grains. Because you want to get them out as flat as possible in the beginning. The fan, if actually, if you lift up one end of the screen, the fan will blow down the top and the bottom, getting it dry oh, that's faster. Fancy trick. Right, right. Now. You go ahead and you put them all back into the pile, redistributes it. Then you just lay it out flat again. All right, walk away. Another two beers, another two drinks. Come back. Do this three times. And the third time, you're, you're stumbling. Go ahead, you're gonna... yeah, well, you know, <laughs> well, this is fun anyway. Only right? so I... <laughs> you're only going to stumble if you're under 12. By the right. time you're 12, you can Fair. hold your liquor. Yeah, six drinks is nothing. I could do that when I was five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it, when well, we after didn't the third obviously time, go to the same church. Yeah, you're going with a weak ass freaking people can't hold their damn liquor. <laughs> so they can hold their drywall. I don't know. I, I did the math. What's that? Eight drinks for doing drying the grain. That's six. We're at That's six. 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 Oh, I oh, oh there's I'm my math. I counted all <laughs> six. Oh, he counted. He counted. He's up to six. So, <laughs> All right. Okay. So now after the after that, oh, you come back. Ahead. You should. You should be able to take your six-fingered hand <laughs> after you've killed my father. And fucking... <laughs> yeah, the Princess Bride. Yes, <laughs> I should get fucking points this, for the, Princess Bride. You killed my father. The six-fingered man, you killed my father. 
You killed my father. Prepare Inconceivable. But so I don't I don't think that word means what you think it does. <laughs> now, Excellent movie. Right? Oh yeah. I, 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 you're back on you're back on my good list, Farrell, for bringing me into the fucking the, the Princess Bride. Okay. So after you come back, after the, the four times. What happened? What about the rodents of unusual sizes? Oh well, you know they don't really exist. Could you imagine the mushrooms no in those forests? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about the lightning sand or the. Uh... <laughs> no, the rodents of unusual size. Yes, R O U S. Yes, R O U S. The lightning sand, R O U S, and the uh, what's the other one? The fire, the fire moss or something. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Fireball. Yeah, but anyways, <laughs> when you come back, it's the third time. Sometimes, a lot of times, it might take four. Um, can only come back fifteen minutes later. One drink, only one drink away. Now, if you take a scoop afterwards, and you, uh, with your hand, your six fingered fucking father killing hand, um, you open it up, and drop the grain. Now, if you only have like one or two grains sticking to your hand, you're good to go. You know, but if it looks like you just jerked off a fucking penguin, this wait another finish. fifteen minutes. Let another fifteen. He minutes, came back. Right? Let it come. <laughs> I never left again. I can't. I, I, I stuck it out this time. No, the penguin. The penguin came back. Oh, the, oh, the, oh, the, the, remember, you said if you throw the penguin off a cliff, it comes back. It was meant to be. Now that's a callback. Right here we go. Now, if you go, <laughs> if you if you got motherfucker, that penguin's got to be on the goddamn picture for this fucking. It's gonna be on a shirt, dude. It's yeah, gonna be on the fucking. We need a shirt that says the, the penguin. If you I love, love the penguin, I love my penguin. <laughs> now, basically, now while you're getting ready this with this done, here's my plan. I want you to get this, your pressure cooker. I want you to fill it up with three quarts of water. Okay, and I want you to just turn it on. While you're jarring up everything, because while that is get heating up, heating up the water, everything else, you're going to be filling up the jars. Now, I don't know exactly how many you want to do, but if you if you want to do a pressure cooker, let's just say you're putting six in your pressure cooker, only because it's easier. Uh, you're going to take three quarts of, of your uh, grain, of your oats. That will give you the exact amount for six jars. Basically, you just double up. Now... You're going to want to go ahead and fill up these jars while the pressure cooker is heating up. Um, you um, Do you have filter lids or well, how do you want to do this? What kind of lids I do you have? I have some of that micropore tape left over from where he told me to make PF tape. Perfect. All right. Now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to take a fucking screwdriver and I want you to stab each one of those lids twice. <laughs> Or your beer can, either one. I like it. I like it. A few more times. Good measure. Yeah. There we go. Okay. That, I, I heard 12. I heard 12. That must have been six caps. Now, here's what you do. I want you to go ahead and double tape both. So just do one across and one over, you know. Double tape them all and put them in the pressure cooker. Now, you don't need to put, you don't need foil. Foil is overrated. Anyone that still uses foil hates Mother Nature. All you do is you have use foil. Oh no. Like I said, everyone, if you use foil, you hate Mother Nature. So (laughs) that's why the penguin came to me and not back to you. 
Here's what you do. You take my corner again. You take (laughs) if you take the lids that you just made with tape. All right, now they're all set up. Here's the trick. You take another lid. You just set that on top of each of the jars. So it's just regular right side up. It's con it's a concave. So when they're sitting there, anything that comes out, the moisture that comes out, the steam in the jar, isn't gonna do anything. Because nothing the whole reason you're doing this is to keep moisture from entering the jars and fucking with your perfect moisture. Now the jars on top, it's all steam in that in that inside the pressure cooker. So if anything falls down, it's gonna fall on the other jar lids. And guess what? When you're done, all you do is lift up the jar lid and you use it for the next batch. Instead of trying to fold up foil, find it somewhere to put it, throwing it out. Shit, I do fucking 30 jars a day. And you know, the you a lot of foil. That's a lot of fucking foil. I, <laughs> no, I, imagine. I, I iron my foil and put it back on the roll. That's yeah. a good man. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> I don't believe it. Everybody should be fucking doing that. that. Would I lie to you? Come on, man. <laughs> so, yeah, now, strawberry apron to iron. So, when you have all the jars in there, um, you're going to have steam. It's going to be building up now. Um, water's boiling. Here's what you do. You, after you put the jars in there, you just make sure they're on top. They will actually seal themselves to the jar. When it cools down, the jar lids, because of the the, um, the holes that you've made, will actually suck the other lid down. So, it don't, it's going to be sealed. It's almost like it's yeah, it's like it's like if you were doing a grain bag for anyone that's ever done the grain bag and you fold it underneath. Yes, it's like fucking magnets. It's magic. All right. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to be able to take these out, put them aside. Now, because you had the tape on there, the tape's going to be dry because it's been covered. No foil's going to come out. And uh, you're good to go. Um, 15 PSI, 90 minutes. Um, basically all you need if you know you're a dirty fucker you might want to let them sit for about three or four days but um once they are cool enough where there's nothing wrong with them anymore uh you're you're good to uh to inoculate that with whatever you know bastard seeds you've got from fucking mascara man on fucking reddit so you recommend me putting my syringe inside of that micropore tape or whatever? If you do that, that is not a problem. Um, basically, what you do, you get a cup, you get one piece of tape. You lay it on the edge of the lid. So when you go ahead and you spray it with ISO, just a little bit, um, and then you heat, you heat, you heat treat the, uh, the syringe, syringe. Pop it through, dump it out. And as you pull that out, you cover the hole back up with another piece of tape right away. Keeps any, you know, any uh, tammies out of there. Yeah, you know. bing, bing, boom. Exactly. And you're done. Basically, don't shake it up yet. Let them go ahead and you'll start seeing spots. If it's a good, if it's a good uh, MSS and it's they're fresh, you'll actually see white shit within four or five days because they love this grain. I mean... I don't care what anybody says and how, or how anybody does it. Uh, if I don't use coffee, I do not get the bags and the jars that I get with it. And hmm. I mean, a lot of beers, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of bags, a lot, a lot of jars. And there is, it's not an if anymore. 
It's just a how much better it is. I mean, it's not like it twice as much, but it's a, uh, you know, it's got what plants crave. It's got exactly. it's a noticeable difference. It's oh, noticeable <laughs> by far. If I, if I've actually done it, I think I didn't. I do that on monstrosity where I had uh, a couple of them were with coffee and a couple were without, and they were jars. And then I did, I did like uh, grain to grain. No, that's what I did. I had one pint jar of grain. I inoculated that, and then I put that into four quart jars, two with, two without coffee. And the ones with coffee exploded. I got light bright. I got B41, and I got the other one that, you know, was just a normal, normal, but fucked up looking, like fucking troll. But, but, but the ones that came on the regular without coffee, they were just regular fruits. So it's like, uh, whatever. It helps out the needy. It's like handy, it's handicap accessible. That hey, so look so. That's politically correct, right? <laughs> so I heard that this uh, this guy Michael Nutty was really good at making uh, simple substrates. Oh shit! <clears throat> yeah. Um... <laughs> What's a substrate? Yeah, so I've got this grain jar, and this grain jar is real white. It's white as the white stuff that comes out when I think about Sally Mae. It's white as white. It's white as wet as the robes I wear on Sunday morning in the clock. It's white. So, real pretty jar. I need something to put it in. So, the ratios, I'm not not so good with numbers when I've partaken in the devil's lettuce, but um, what I can tell you is if you get the bricks that you can uh, acquire through the Bezos network and they come in a box and there's generally like five to a box, you take one of those bricks. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the CVG bricks, the choir doing CVG. That's the simplest subject I can think of. No, let me devil's lettuce. Lettuce? Lettuce. I thought that was pot, weed, green, trees. Yes, I was, yeah. I I was referencing, I'm not... I'm high. I'm not good with numbers when I'm high, so I can give specific numbers. What the fuck does numbers have to do with devil's lettuce? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Never mind. All right, go Scra- yeah. Proceed with your devil's yeah. lettuce. So, so okay. <laughs> you take a brick. You, you can. I do uh, two quarts of vermiculite. I fill up my quart jars. There's a quart. Where do you yeah, get it at, though? Do you get it at, like, a pet store or something? Uh, I think you could. I've never sourced it through a pet store. If you do, I'd make sure there's no uh, additional Absolutely. shit in it. The the core you can definitely get from pet stores. They come in a single bricks usually or three packs. Um, yes, it says it's it's they're going to be in there for they use them for lizards and everything else. Oh yeah, the eco core. Exactly, yeah. eagle earth. Yeah, there's a picture of a hermit crab with a big purple claw on the front of it. See, ask me Zoom questions. Man. You know the answer to. This, this is tricky. <laughs> but how else am I gonna then, make fun of you? <laughs> oh, of course. You know, it, it's I wouldn't feel the love. So and now I do I do like four and a half quarts of water and I boil that shit. And then I put it in a bucket. I, well I take the water with the and then I take the boil water with the core and vermiculite in a bucket and I dump the boil water in there and then I cover it and I also put it in an insulated bag. It's like a cooler and let that shit sit. I actually let mine sit overnight. And I use it. it. Seems to work. I have had success with that, but that's my recipe. So 
your recipe, you only you only use core and vermiculate. That's it. That's my, my simple stuff. Yes. Yeah. All right. No, no. I was asking. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. dude, my whole last run was all uh, was all fucking tech. And guess what? Yeah. Not one can bag out of all of them. Oh yeah, yeah. Very, yeah, very so low. To, so sterilize these cores. Me to be easy here. So just corn vermiculite works good. But but that, so, that's all she wrote for that for me. Okay, so what do I do with it now that I've made my cooler full? Do I need to put it in something? Um, you you would want to de- determine if you want to do tub, bag, shoebox. Where you're going to mix your grain, you're going to mix your grain, your substrate together, and then put it in its final resting place for it to then fruit. What's the easiest way to do that, and how much of what do I put? Uh, so you could do equal parts. I think I, I I wouldn't quote me. I am still a novice in this, but equal parts seem to fruit the fastest. One to two. One to two. One to, okay, thank you. Thank you for your mouth. There you go. Oh, <laughs> so, so one to two. <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> I would say it probably the <laughs> would, 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 would a bag be would a bag be the easiest? Or would, would, would we already did tub, right? No, that was a PF tech. Son of a bitch. Well, what, how, about, how about this? <laughs> what when you when you're doing your when you're doing your tubs, what how much do you use in your in a tub? You, you're, in a you're tub? using one brick bucket tech, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I'm doing I'm doing like two quart two two quart jars and then four quarts of sub to that. Okay. Two quart jars of grain to four quarts of sub. Okay. So you so you're doing a what? How big is that quart? Is it a fifty two? Yeah, it's a thirty. No, the the tub itself is I think a thirty two quart. It's not that big. Okay, so you just want to make sure that you stay under your uh, how how deep is your sub when you do it? Uh, I think it's like a two two three inch deep cake, but I have the whole yeah. Uh, yeah, it's right at the whole level. Okay, <clears throat> so the nice airflow across. There. What's that? Do you case or do you pseudo case? Yeah, pseudo case. Every time I I mix, I mix. Well, what is what is pseudo casing? Oh, so right? pseudo case. It's like uh, it's like a nice dusting on the powdered donut, but you want to make sure you can't see the fucking donut. So you want all the grain nicely covered, just not a lot, just just enough, not too much, just enough. That sounds fancy. Fancy. <laughs> I didn't know he could do these voices. Now I have to change up the show. <laughs> oh no! I need. A, can I get a, a walking impression? I cannot do that. Well, what the <laughs> fuck, man? I asked you for one thing. One thing. Yeah, that's not something I'm good. At. I'm not good at doing celebrities. He's more cowbell. Who's Murray? Murray Cowbell. That's still really good. Uh, Barack Obama for one time. What the fuck was that supposed to be? <laughs> He's like, hey, Pilgrim. <laughs> I've had just hey, about enough. All right, all right. So, the P- all right, so fifty-three uranium. Is that is that Bill Gates? <laughs> now, do I need to do anything with the the, the shoe box? Do I have to put any okay. holes or anything in it? Um, or do yes, I got to so- fan it and mist it? I saw yes. it on the shroomery thing where everyone fans and mists 15 times a day. Do I got to do are, that? Why are two people talking like retards now? <laughs> They're breeding. It's, 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 contagious. Like, it's contagious. It's the last it's of me. us. It's all I over. It's it. how it starts. I didn't do it. It wasn't me. It's contagious. 
Oh, uh, shit. Three turns. They need love and two. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you have any, I think they all like to breathe. I think all mushrooms like to breathe, if I'm not mistaken. So you want some type of airflow. Well, well, okay. A little bit. No, I mean, I don't. No, no, I, I, I've only, I've, I've done like a total, a some, a total, grand total of like four fucking shoe boxes. So I, I'm not no grandmaster, but I cut holes in mine. So okay. just, so it breathes. It seems to not get fuzzy feet. So I chalked it up to a success. But I don't. Yeah, know. Well, you gotta remember. Also, mushrooms will fucking grow and fucking dog shit if you let them. I mean, good point. You know, so they want to grow, and the FAE is important. A lot I mean, of times it seems we're... like they, they grow in spite of us. Right. I mean, no. I don't even, if I, I've only done shoe boxes. I'm not a huge fan. I do them on occasion. Like I did my Enigma. I did that one. That for that one awesome grow. That was a shoe box. And I just unlatched it. And that motherfucker pushed the top of that thing off. So it was literally two inches off the top of the shoe box. And then I, I that's and that's how I came up with my hybrid fucking system. But now yeah. with my totes, and I've tops, had a lot, a I, lot of luck with shoe boxes in the past. They're yeah, really they're definitely, they definitely work. I've seen cool kids do a dub tub. No dub tub suck. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're great. And then those all that that is a shoe a shoe box with one another shoe box turned upside down on top. Those thirty two quart gasketed. Uh, stair lights are wonderful for that. You don't got a dub tub shit. It's beautiful. It sounds like Shani really knows how to harvest mushrooms and set the cake up for the next flush. So why doesn't he take it from here? <laughs> can I use can I use a silly accent too? You can do whatever you want, sugar. Oh, sugar tits, my kids. I love it. I think I'm gonna talk like this too while we're at it. <laughs> I'm going to talk like this, Chris. Chris, go to the basement, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Play a little game. First of all, I'm going to lose this. Deadpool, you come over here and sit next to me while we talk. <laughs> okay, so here's come the deal. On, come on downstairs. Go I got some Benadryl. Oh, the Benadryl. I'm going to right here. Does this smell like ether? <laughs> Uh, is this not chloroform? Is it? Smell it. <laughs> I, made it from, I made it from bleach. <laughs> Let's not teach people how to make chloroform. What? Uh-huh. You? I didn't start it. I just know the chemistry. Oh wait, you have the recipe? <laughs> <That's> so, <laughs> yeah, I make it from bleach. It's, actually, it's really easy, easy to make. I, I really lying. simple. Really, you know, he, he gave you half of it right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or just you know, let the ether bunny come. You know, start with it. But we won't get into that. Bunnies. The ether bunny three. We're already on everybody's fucking watch list. Let's not make <laughs> kidnapping a fucking regular part of the show. Hey, whoa, whoa! It doesn't have to be kidnapping. <laughs> Sometimes it's games. You know, it's just uh, gameplay. I guess some homework for the home viewers. Exactly. For the home viewers, look up a video on YouTube Steve called Nap Time. <laughs> you guys get that? Look up a video on YouTube called Nap Time. You will not be disappointed. Oh, nap Time Spray. <laughs> oh, God, I love that. <laughs> we have uh, on, the, uh, on the emergency vehicle I'm on regularly, we uh, 
have nap time written on our like uh, germicidal spray. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, nap time. <laughs> Thanks, nap time. <laughs> Prior to nap time, this thing just cried 24 7. It was defective. But thanks to that time, hasn't made a peep in six weeks. <laughs> thanks, <Nap-tub>. Yay! <laughs> okay. Oh. I believe we were talking to Shiny, and Shiny was going to teach us how to reset the sub after a harvest and how to harvest them fruits and what the fuck to do with them. All righty. Well, well, what happened was I, I did a little nap time and got caught up in the conversation. And don't you know, the bells broke. And then the caps got real big, and then they fucking threw up everywhere. The whole fucking thing is black. It's all gone to shit. Oh, that's, that's that's a good problem. That's a good problem. So, so no, um, you go in, you take take a look after while you're doing your 15 fannings a day, and you're oversaturating the water, and maybe spraying some hydrogen peroxide to clear up some of that trick that done got in there, and then you see that that one one duder that popped up, and you're all excited, and you're like, hey. Oh shit, your little veil broke and it's looking really cool and you can see some gill stuff happening. And you're like, hmm, you maybe touch it a couple times, maybe right there on the cap, and it's maybe just starting to go soft. And you're like, hey, go down there and you can do if you got some shears if you want or some little snippers and you just little snip right there at the substrate surface, or you can do a little pinch and twist if you want. Like but the purple, purple. <laughs> but you can do whatever you want. So once you get that little duder out of there, then you're going to – so I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I'm not a big dunker and a soaker. It's not really how I roll. So – but I do get my little spray bottle, and I like mm-hmm. to really saturate that substrate again. Make sure I get yeah, all quarter down. All of everything off of there. No leftover little, little aborts, nothing like that. And – uh Go ahead and get it good and saturated and put the lid right back on there. And then that, Mama likes to call those angel mushrooms because they didn't quite make it. <laughs> they, they, they all got to go somewhere good. You should put see, them in hydrator as well. And put them see, see, I, them babies, I thought they the were called the devil's cut, you know? The, de- the devil's cut. The, 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 the important <laughs> mushrooms are the strongest. Those are yes, what I eat. Are. Those are what I eat when I'm fruit when I'm when I'm harvesting. I call the devil's cut. Yum, 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 yum. Or in my case, the angel shear. I'm a sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone likes green candy. Hey, hey. That's a light green. Jello. Those are light grapes. That's jello. <laughs> so, but yeah, sit back, relax, and then wait for them to do it all over again. So, what do I do with this big old pile of mushrooms I got sitting here staring at me? Like I did something suspicious to their mother. You could do a couple of a couple few things. Do you have a dehydrator? Do you like to dehydrate your fruit or make your own beef jerky? I'm not allowed to touch that. I tried one time. I caught my dick on fire. So oh, I don't know how to Okay. Well, you can do a couple different things. You can uh, take take your take your little duders and uh, you can put them out on on a nice piece of paper or something like that. And put them right in front of a fan. Now, if you're if you live, in, if you live down down in the south where we got like ninety percent humidity all the fucking time, that could be a little bit of an issue. And you might oh, need yeah, to, even 
frog sweat down here. It's hot. <laughs> you might need to apply a slight amount of some heat. Small amount. Not like, not like Tabasco, but like heat from a fire? Heat from maybe a uh, heat from a stove, maybe. Dry heat. Okay. So maybe you could crack your stove open just a smidge, right? And then you put one of your racks from inside the stove up on top. And then you lay your little you that, all over top of that. Just I bet you just the pilot light on my gas stove would be plenty. Oh, Possibly. you want gas folks? I what thought those were real evil now. <laughs> Lifted. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I my saw My mama never voted for that Biden guy who tried to take away my freedom and gas stove. That thing eats dinosaurs. It has lived for a long, long time, and it makes the bestest, most perfect, crispy bread and steaks. I'm going to have my dinosaur-eating stove until they take it away from my cold, dead, belligerent hands. They're I mean, gonna, if we if we don't burn it, then they died for nothing. They're just going to cut exactly. off the supply of gas. I'm honoring every single one of them brontosaur. God bless them. I light that. God bless those brontosaur. I'm live honoring every single one of them when I'm cooking my fucking eggs and bacon and American style bacon. None of that Canuck the stand shit. In the morning from my tacos. Damn, Cook Nookistanis. You know, I went to Kanookistan and I went to the Pizza Hut and I ordered Canadian bacon and they looked at me like I was crazy. They didn't know what I was talking about. Because they up there it's just call called it bacon. bacon. <laughs> they just call it they call it ham up there. <laughs> A little little faster. America. America. <laughs> yeah, North America. <laughs> the best. It's the best American. You know what that means? It don't mean Obviously, nothing. it's dominant. It's on top. You ever looked at nature? <laughs> of course. He said, "Are you are you crazy? Wouldn't you rather have some poutine, eh?" Yeah. <laughs> Danny, I, I think the, I think the word you meant was punani. <laughs> what the fuck is poutine? Maybe poutine. Poutine is oh, we're talking fries about food. and gravy. And I actually had crap, some yeah. poutine at the. I had he might be talking about food. I was talking about food. <laughs> no, he's not. It's, I, I mean, I, I joke, but it's actually really good. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like a coronary heart attack in a, in a, in a basket. <laughs> we should open up a strip club that serves nothing but poutine, and we call it Poutang and Poutine. <laughs> You should open hey, up a strip club and call it. What the fuck was that? That was my Staying late. That's all you got to call it. So like, it's called a million dollar idea. Because after yeah. you're staring at a bunch of poutang all night, you're getting hungry. You want some damn poutine. Poutine. No, and poutine. It's, it's Michael. He's Michael Nutty's flexing in and out. But no, you, you call it like the office or staying late or something like that. So the when they 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 can't they're not side piece. Right. <laughs> I was I was always gonna open call, a restaurant. I call it side piece. It's fucking perfect. I was always gonna open a restaurant called Sarge's Big Ass Burgers, where you can get a big ass burger, a big ass fry, and a big ass drink. Somebody else beat me to it, I think. 
That's that. really close to idiocracy, sir. <laughs> yeah, they, they stole the idea from me. I'm telling you. Oh, okay. Okay. Big Al's. Big Al's. Big, big, from South Park. Big Al's. Fucking big burgers. Big burgers, big balls. Big Al's. Chocolate shouty bears. All right. So. You guys, put my balls in your mouth. We've we've covered uh, we covered PF Tech absolutely professionally. Thank you, uh, Uh, We've covered hydrating and rehydrating. We've covered grain. We've covered all sorts. How about shotgun fruiting chambers? How about no? We're I was gonna get to it. I'm not anywhere near done. I'm having a fucking blast. Right. I brushed yeah. I brushed over shotguns during PF Tech, but yeah, yeah. I thought oh, we were yeah. for PF Tech. I don't know. I wasn't here. I'm back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you yeeted the fuck out in the beginning. <laughs> I need I needed a break. I needed to recoup. I needed a fucking <laughs> I need a strength. Well, <laughs> we had some input from the audience saying our sciencey episode was a little bit extreme sciencey. So now we went to we're, we're people of extreme, so extreme idiot. So how do we go? So we went from sciencey to fucking <laughs> retardation. We are people <laughs> there's, gotta be, we are the there's gotta be a happy medium somewhere. We, we, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> Who hated I mean, no one goes straight so... retard. No one. No one. Yeah. We went full the full. full. <laughs> I did a full three and a half minutes of fucking research on that damn episode. Three and a half minutes. I had to look up how to pronounce like four words. Yeah, I didn't. You know, you know, you know, you know when Farrell's actually on research because he's talking like this the whole time, and you know what's going on. It looks. Like I am so. reading. I've been reading this whole entire thing because I think it's important. <laughs> but <laughs> no one understands the no. fucking word that I'm saying. It's in my they head all have like thirteen that. syllables. I'm literally they all... reading it in my head. I know. Are they getting discombobulated? (laughs) I'm sitting here. If you see my office here, I'm literally sitting here staring at the curtains of a window with like a pile of soap on my left, a beer on my left, and like all of my spice making shit on my right. Like I don't have anything in front of me but the microphone and the uh, the computer. And, uh, but I I read something once, it stays in my head for fucking ever. I can read it again, like out loud. It's pissed off so many teachers. Like, were you paying attention? I was like, yes. What did I just say? And then just fucking repeat back to them word for word. And it pisses them off. Yeah. But, uh, they tend to do that. Yeah. Oh, the soap, by the way. Thank you very much. It's got oh. the undercarriage very clean. Very nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it smells like Christmas in a bag, doesn't it? Did it lessen it the need like for the crotch Sasquatch having a fucking orgy with a whole bunch of hot ass fucking elves in the goddamn forest right after a fucking rain. And the, but it was like the forest of pre industrial society where it was all badass and shit back when the Choctaw and the Native Americans and shit used to run around and kill 50 pound turkeys before everybody fucking killed everything off. That's what it smells like. Half <laughs> sunshine, goddamn freedom. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my balls smell no. like freedom <laughs> but in honesty like with the soap like i've spent uh like we used to make uh old-fashioned like lye soap Good when stuff. growing up and it was kind of harsh because it was it was the 
the, the potassium hydroxide. We make our own lye. Yeah, right? it, for, take, it takes a layer of skin off, so whatever's on it is gone. Mm, yeah, it's nice. yeah, like if you have a delicate taint, it's going to burn. And uh, <laughs> my, grandpa, but, uh, my grandpa taught me how to make that when I was a kid. It was good stuff. Yeah. It's a, you, you know your lie is good when it'll float an egg. So, uh, <laughs> like seriously, like when there's a that's how you know your lie water is the right concentration is when you put a fresh egg in there and it'll float to where a larger than fifty cent size piece of the egg is above the water, and that's how you know you're above fifty percent lie. Does that make sense? It does. Uh, yeah, that's old fashioned how to make how to measure your lie to where you can make soap with it, but. So I learned how to do all that on that crazy ass fucking commune shit that I grew up on. And um well, I, I've always made my own soap, and then I discovered that wait, there's a whole bunch of different types of fucking oil and shit I can put in here. And uh so I'll, after several decades of experimentation, I've came up with this soap. And everybody fucking loves it, so I just give it away to everybody usually. Um and then now it's gotten to the point where the demand is such that I just started selling huge fucking chunks of it for five bucks, so they don't have they don't bother me to get any more. And it's really fucking huge, huge. just to help yeah. recoup the cost of making it, right? Yeah, it it's really doesn't cost too much to make. Probably about well, your time is worth money though. Yeah, like probably yeah, probably about forty percent of that cost is profit. But um, it just, I don't, I don't want to sell normal size bars because then people ask me for it all the time. So I'd sell like one pound chunks at a time. You know, like, here, take your fucking soap and don't call me again for a month or two. You know? <laughs> yeah, fucking wash your stinky ass. There's three fucking. You know what I use all the little cutoff ends and pieces for? Like, because I end up with a lot of little scraps, right? I take it and I cut it like, Real thin with a knife, so you could like almost see like light through it. And uh, they use it as washing soap. It takes a piece about the same size as two thumbnails to wash a full, dirty ass load of laundry. So interesting. Yep. Let's go in the bathroom and see if I got some soap left. <laughs> I can send you some more, man. I've got. I just, I just lot. got some. I love that shit. Yeah. Not as good well, as salt. I put it in my special spot in the bathroom, but everybody else seems to think it's theirs too in my house. Well, that's why I always wash my nuts last. I always wash my nuts last, everyone. <laughs> fucking Deadpool damn near drinks the salt, the steak salt. Have you put it in a margarita or like what? what's a chilada yet? Or like something like that? Oh, all, I do, all I do I, is eat meat and drink water. That's it. I made the most amazing <laughs> Philly cheesesteak egg rolls with some the other day. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, actually, tonight that shit was fucking phenomenal. Fucking goes good with I actually grow everything in that, including the black pepper. The only thing I don't grow is the the salt itself. Black pepper grows on a big vine. What you don't like, grow the salt? No, I want to. I feel, I feel deceived. I've talked <laughs> to my wife you about like, organic. Going, I've talked to my wife about going down to to the Gulf, like the ocean. And getting like a fifty-five gallon drum full of salt and like water, and then like converting it. But she's like, "Dude, the ocean is so fucking dirty in the Gulf. You don't want right. to do that." Yeah, well, so had uh, that big oil spill a few years. Yeah, back so that, that's the only thing I buy is I buy these huge bags of uh, like 
kosher's like flake salt. But, right. Uh, but that's the only thing that, that I don't grow. Pepper, you know, black pepper is not hard to grow. People, I think, are intimidated by it because it's supposedly a tropical plant. But if you can grow a, a pothos, you know, like the stupid fucking pothos that grow in everybody's houses, you know? Pothos? No. Pothos. It's that leathery leaves, kind of heart shaped. They have a couple different yeah. varieties. You'll see it growing up a fence or the side of a wall. And it's almost like a vine with big, bigger than hand shaped leaves. And the, the fucking roots get yeah, into the stucco and shit. They're actually really, really good for uh, plant for aquariums. If you hang a little piece of that in a corner of your aquarium, it'll take off and then a shoot will shoot like a vine. I had a fucking rack that had 13 aquariums on it. Took up my whole wall of my living room at my old house. And uh, yeah, so I, I used weird plants. I used that pothos. I went and pulled some off of my mother-in-law's suite. I literally just pulled it off the fucking wall, and I put it right in there. In, in, right, I, I wedged it in between the filter and the, the side of the tank, and that bitch, within a year, I had that bitch wrapped around the whole entire fucking rack. It looked cool as fuck. But yeah, If you're not in a tropical place, uh, the pothos are sold as houseplants. Um they're the really unkillable house plants you see hanging from like ceilings and shit. Okay. But uh, yeah, they're almost. If you can grow a fucking pothos, you can grow black pepper. It's really fucking easy. Literally, just go buy some whole black pepper and plant the seeds. Keep it wet, and the little freaking vine will come up and give it somewhere to go and give it dappled light. Don't give it straight ass freaking light. It's an understory vine. It wants to be like under the shade of trees and shit, but it'll grow in a sunny windowsill or whatever. And it puts out hundreds of these little, uh, look like miniature green bean pods, right? Hmm. And that, cool. those little green bean pods are just, it's pepper. And cool. that's mm. it. It's really fucking simple. Yeah. Yeah. And but the flowers smell amazing. The flowers smell like, uh, have you, have you seen those mixed, like, Pepper mills that have like the green and the red and the mm-hmm. white and the white and the all black that. pepper. Yeah. yeah, it smells like that. Make the, the the flowers smell like that mixed with cardamom, and cardamom is like that real flowery smell. Nice. Yeah, it smells like that mixed mixed together with those. It's, yeah. it's really really pretty. But uh, I, I'm such mm-hmm. a cheap ass. I, I I save like seeds out of bell peppers from Walmart and stuff and plant those in my garden and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, almost all that shit will work, yeah. Almost everything will freaking grow. Uh, nope. You get you run into problems when you run into like some of the more exotic melons that are like hybrids and shit like that. I like hybrids, they don't have seeds, and if they do, yeah. they don't work. They they'll have yeah, seeds. It work with apples either, does it? Okay, apples are different. Apples, all of the apple fruit that we have today is from somebody faffling, fuck around and finding out they plant. Tens of thousands of seeds, and then they grow it's, them up. Yeah, and then they then they grow them up, and they grow them till their first apple. Right? They taste that apple, and they see shit. If it turn if it's shit, it's turned into furniture or wood chips for smoking or whatever. Right? And then uh, they test and test. It's about one out of every ten thousand or so apple seedlings will be fucking spectacular. Um, the rest of them will be just random crab apples 
or it might be a big, beautiful fist-sized apple, but be mealy on the inside. You know, like have like the like like you bite into it, it's like biting into like grits. You know, huh, that, uh, is it the same thing? Kind of similar with the avocados. Like if you were to grow an avocado, sometimes you would produce shit fruit. Uh, avocados, the ratio is way less. So the the ratio is about one to twenty-five or one to fifty. So you have a chance at one out of twenty-five or one out of fifty to make a good edible fruit. You're gonna make a fruit a hundred percent from an apple seed and a hundred percent from an avocado seed. It's whether or not you personally are gonna want to eat it. I strongly suggest people that have any sort of land or property to go ahead and just plant a fuckload of apple seeds. Find a fruit that you like, that preferably an organic one. Because if it's an organic one, they they have rules they need to follow by how many um, like crab apple trees they use for pollination and shit like that. Your chance is going to be much higher to get a apple that is uh, pollinated by another apple of the same type, right? So like a Honeycrisp to Honeycrisp versus a Honeycrisp to like ten thousand uh, brand uh, crab apple because. Uh, Crab apples are what they use for pollination in massive tree orchards uh, because they put out so many, many flowers at the same time and attract so many pollinators that they just really get it done. And an apple is going to produce whatever the fuck it's genetically programmed to, regardless of who humped it. Right. <laughs> so if you have a honey, if you have a honey crisp apple, your first generation of apple you get every year is going to be honey crisp. It doesn't matter. Who humped it? Which fence jumper or anything like that? It's going to be Honeycrisp. So you can have a Honeycrisp apple that's carrying 300 or 400 different genetics in it. It's still going to be a Honeycrisp apple. But you plant those seeds, you have a 1 in 10,000 chance of making something similar to the Honeycrisp or something better. Like Honeycrisp was literally found in a hedgerow so that somebody had thrown a core out in. Right? Like Somebody was just like, hey, that looks like a pretty fucking cool apple tree. Let me try that. And they were just driving along and found it. And it was called a chance seedling. Um, like Cosmic Crisp, the newest one that just hit the market. It's that kind of granny apple sour, but Fuji looking apple that's like huge. Those ones was a chance seedling that somebody just found on the side of the road. That's awesome. You could, you could make your own apple. By planting some seeds. They have a very like unique billions, apple. Millions of dollars. If you find a new apple that nobody has, you grew from seed, or you just find it on an old homestead and it's unnamed, you're looking at millions and millions of dollars because you're going to take all of the buds next year in the spring off of that tree, every freaking one that would turn into a leaf or would turn into a flower, and you're going to just strip them all off, and you're going to put them on a bunch of rootstock from just random trash apples. And now you're going you're gonna to turn that one apple tree into quite literally 100,000 of your new prime prized apple and sell those bitches in an unknown one to a new apple orchard like Dole or somebody like that Hey, I've got this new badass apple. It's super edible. It's great. You're gonna to want to want market this bastard, you know. And they'll buy them for you from for you know four or five grand per tree, because they get the genetics of that tree. They can copy that tree at infinitum, 
and uh, make uh, money off that tree for a hundred years. It's fucking sweet. Yeah. Hey, wasn't this about growing mushrooms? Fuck, <laughs> growing apples. I'm sorry, guys. I got so much crap in my fucking head from farming that I didn't mean to take it over. It's all right. It's all right. As long as we, as long as we stop before the sheep fucking started. <laughs> no, but like, yeah. apples are fun. Avocados are fun. Grow a couple of them. If you don't like them, chop it down. You're not out anything. Um, yeah, it's it's fun, man. And apple apple trees are cheap too. You can my place I buy fruit trees is called Stark Brothers, which we're not a homesteading and podcast, so they're not going to ever sponsor us. But uh, Stark Brothers is badass. Uh, if you just need like under a hundred trees, they're a great place to go. But yeah. They're really, really nice. Man, I could sit there and look at all the new different apples and everything that comes on for, for days and days. It's so cool. But, well, you guys got to come out here and we'll go wild fruit hunting. There's so many cool wild fruits. So surprising. for your taste buds. Oh, yeah. Now, surprisingly, <laughs> uh, your your tangerines, right? Like your tangerines? They grow true from seed. So, like, if you have, like, a tangerine that you like, it you could buy one from the store, plant that bitch, it's going to grow tangerines uh, that you like. Uh, lemons will do it, too, about about 65-70% of the time. They'll grow true from seed. Kumquats, kumquats always grow true from seed. So, yeah, if you like them, you can grow them. I'm a fan of the quats, low quats, kumquats. They're all pretty good. Oh, dude. So Austin has, okay. Austin, if you just go in down Austin, like out, just outside of like the touristy areas and just drive down the streets. And if you know what a loquat tree looks like, you'll see so fucking many of them. Like people don't even harvest them. They're just like, oh, that fruit's inedible. I'm like, no, that fruit's delicious. Like you guys, they just let it fall onto the ground. Like they don't. They don't eat it at all. But, man, we would go, like, in the truck because the trees are huge. Like, they hang way over in the street. We would just go through when they get real ripe, pull up on the curb in the truck and just, like, shake the freaking tree and just rain down inside of the truck and then drive off. And people are like, whatever. I don't want them anyway. I'm not going to eat them. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, yeah. 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 A plethora of plantables. A plethora of plantables. It's better than a plethora of plantable platypuses. Yeah. <laughs> a plethora of mandibles. Gotta have a grip of them. Where are we? Like a... we were, we were at a drying in the consumption of the mushrooms. Oh shit. Yeah. How are you gonna what store? Happened? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta get back in character. Who's from? God damn it. (laughs) Son of a bitch. (laughs) So there, there, sir. How are you gonna go ahead and store them mushrooms? I got more than I can can eat. You guys don't like me using nature's pocket. So how, how am I gonna store these? 
Um, well, if you happen to have any oxygen absorbers, you could just store them right in mason jars with screwed on lids in a cool, dark place. You just want to keep them dry and away from direct sunlight. You do not want to refrigerate them. <laughs> not the fridge, not the freezer. Any of y'all made anything interesting with your mushrooms? Honey? I like honey, blue juice. Honey's good. Uh, not for long-term storage, but I guess you could. Uh, it's pretty fun. You get the uh, the orange, the Welch's orange juice frozen concentrate can in the freezer section in the grocery store. Put that bitch in a blender with a bunch of fucking fruit bodies and some stems. Blend that shit up and it makes some crazy ass sludge. And you can put that in little popsicle sticks and freeze it. Holy fuck. That sounds amazing. Oh, it sounds like a good rave dessert. Hold on, <laughs> are you kidding me? It would have that to be sounds for like a great Tuesday night. Yeah, it would have to be for short-term use, though, because uh, the freezer would destroy psilocybin over time. Oh, yeah. yeah, but not not like forever. There's but so much, There's so much of that shit that's up in the fucking air. Like, uh, everybody... I, I just we just listened to a podcast uh, the other night where they were talking about freeze dryers destroy, destroying the psilocybin. Not Almost dryer, all of you freezing. Yeah, but the freeze dryer gets down to like negative fucking forty degrees. Like it's freezing the shit out of things, and it takes a day or two to run. And like I'm like, uh, no, most of you have had danger cookies from me, and yeah, that fucking I think it, shit will fuck your world up. It it takes a little so, time for it to degrade. They just degrade faster in a freezer than they would in dry storage. So, so it's not like an instant Only if they stuff. haven't been dehydrated. If they've been dehydrated correctly and they are cracker crisp and you throw in a little fucking packet, you can go ahead and keep those in the freezer fucking forever. They will not go bad. Because see, I'm sitting here thinking about like, okay, the way that you stop chemical processes is that you cool them the fuck down. Like, you can stop any chemical process. You can stop atomic processes by adding the correct amount of cold. Like, if you're at zero fucking Kelvin, you can stop all sorts of crazy shit from happening. Right? <laughs> you stop life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, you, you can stop atoms from, from moving fast. You can slow them down enough you can see them. If you can slow shit down enough, you can see a motherfucking atom, like an electron exchange. It's, it's you're still aside, but I don't understand how it's degrading, because there should be no biological or chemical processes going on. I think what they're talking about is when they have like fresh fruit and they freeze it, it causes the cells to explode, everything leaks out, and then you have some problems when you thaw it, because you're gonna get all the instead of it being inside of something, you're gonna have massive surface area from the frozen exploded fruit that uh, can then become oxidized very rapidly, you know? Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So I will tell you this, the, that that concoction, the, the popsicle concoction, we used to call that the sludge back in the day. And uh, <laughs> this, was, this was well before uh, uh, home mycology stuff. So this was like Jumping, jumping fences, getting shot at with salt rock, fucking, fucking <laughs> oh. cow shit. America. Like, I mean, 
you know, 15, 16 years old, you know, with a fucking little grocery bag full of fucking shit. And you're like, what are we going to do? And it was either like make tea or fucking make sludge. And we nine times out of 10, once we figured out sludge, because we're like back in the day, everyone's like, oh, drink orange juice with it. Right. This is before we knew about lemon tech and, you know, my little crew or whatever. And uh, one day we're like, hey, we're walking through the fucking grocery store and saw the fucking that frozen, you know, citrus, like 200 percent vitamin C, all that, whatever. We're like. Ooh, Fuck yeah. dude, it tastes good as fuck. Like, you don't, you know, it, cause we used to sit there and like, we'd fucking eat a couple out in the fucking field, you know, just brush some of the shit off, fucking, you know, down the hatch. And, Inoculation. <laughs> right. But I will tell you, challenge that immune system. <laughs> tell you what. Crazy, man. It is crazy good, though. Good times. Anyone, if you're interested in a good time, you should try that out. It won't hurt you. That's- if you're does anybody have any stories? It sounds like a, of like being that guy who is at the right place at the right time and just like playing, you know, fairy godmother with the freaking mushrooms and everybody's having a fucking blast. Dude, I had this story. I had okay. a few people over and I had a girlfriend at the time that was, you know, straight laced, whatever. But so I had my friends were all sitting in the living room and we had all taken, I think at that time it was a, uh, it was Ecuador. It was in Ecuador. For sure, it was Ecuador. And we're all sitting there. We're having a great fucking time, listening to fucking music. And we've been talking about unicorn dust, angel wing dust, laughing our asses off for fucking hours and hours. Not hours. I mean, probably about an hour. And then it's amazing how when one person shows up, <laughs> they can completely ruin <laughs> an awesome time for everyone. Because she took, the, she, she came in, took a dose, and the fan all of a sudden was yelling at her, and the fridge was telling her to kill herself, and she had to excuse herself from the living room because everything was telling her to kill herself. So, what? yes, it was. It, she'd never done it before, ever, and she came in. She doesn't know all my friends, you know. I. I'm a person. I'm, I I'm a very. Uh, I don't want to say I'm not a homebody, but anyone I hang out with, I hang out with you, and that's it. I don't not fucking go out to bars because when I do, I get fucked up, and then I'm, you know, the center of attention. Usually not in a good way, <laughs> but <laughs> so. But yeah, never, uh, never bring a fucking rookie to a fucking a veteran party. Doesn't work out, man. I have, I have. A really good story that did. Uh, so I was having this big, what do you call it, like a like fire powwow thing with a whole bunch of friends where we had a whole bunch of friends over. It was, well, technically it was like one of those prepper meetup groups, right? Where we'd get together and we would talk about like, like we'd give classes on storing food. I'd give classes on storing food and making your own shit and blah, 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 blah. And I had like this whole big group of people that would come. And from all over the United States to come and listen to me talk. Well, one night there was like, oh, I don't know, 50, 60 of us that stayed up late to, to trade stories, play music around a big old bonfire. And I'm like, you know what this means? It just felt right. Sky was beautiful, magic, you know, clear, bright and sunny. 
I mean, sorry, bright, bright and shiny from the moon. It was just fantastic. Just 70 degrees, perfect, lightning bugs everywhere. I was like, this needs some fucking mushrooms. And so I told everybody, I stood up, I was like, hey, I've got some mushrooms. If you don't want to participate, don't participate. This is how they work. They're, they're not going to make you feel insane. You're not going to chew off your own freaking leg. Everybody's going to get like a moderate dose. If you want some, I will happily, you know, give you the appropriate dose. And um, people were like, you know what? Fuck it. Whatever. And so I dosed like 50 fucking people around this damn fire. And about 30, 30 minutes into it, I noticed that like the music had stopped and everybody was staring at the fire. And I was like, perfect. Right? Yeah. Like everything it's shiny and great. So me, having been moderately experienced in this, I got together with my buddy who is who has since passed on. And this guy would play guitar like fucking Santana, right? Yeah, this guy could play guitar like, oh god, just the absolutely gifted guitar. An elderly individual who used to be in the Civil Air Patrol for a long time after he retired from the Air Force. Uh, uh, really great guy. Um, loved him to death. Cantankerous, but man, he could fucking play. So he'd play all these oldie songs. You know, he'd start in like the 50s and work his way up to like the 80s, uh, all country songs and uh, stuff like that. And then me and one other guy would sing. And so we get up there and, you know, he starts playing and we start singing. And I like singing. And so we just fucking rock it. Like the looks on everybody's faces is like we're at, they're at like the best concert of their entire fucking being. Right. And uh, it was just great, man. Like everybody had a great time. Everybody was happy. Nobody had like need to be babysit. But I never I didn't like dose the fuck out of everybody right like the guy that i gave the most to had like uh like two grams you know it was just everybody had enough like a gram and a half basically enough that everything was shiny and interesting and the music was super great those are perfect moments when everyone's feeling the perfect sitting all the same fucking time it was just like the whole night everybody had the exact same frequency does that make sense like we all we all bonded so fucking hard that night like Mm, everybody was like no but everybody was like this was like one of the most amazing experiences everything was just great and crisp and i really felt alive um i mean there was nobody getting stupid or anything like that it was all older people you know like yeah in their 50s and 60s and stuff but uh uh Everybody had a great time, man. I'm thinking that was probably my my favorite mushroom-related group memory because uh, nobody got stupid. Everybody had a great time. We all traded off singing and playing music. Everybody was attentive and respectful. And uh, at the end of it, everybody was like, wow, I really – this was an experience that everybody really enjoyed. Uh, nobody had to see God or get fucked up to where they couldn't stand or get couch locked or, you know, trip down a freaking hole and see the end of the universe or anything like that. It was a situational enhancer. Does that make sense? Yeah, it just makes everything a little bit better. Yeah. 
so I had a pretty cool uh, happenings uh, last year. Uh, Primus did a concert, uh, and it was a tribute a tribute to Kings, which is uh, fucking awesome. Farewell to Farewell to Kings uh, was a Rush album, and uh, Rush and Prime, you know, Les and, and the Rush guys are all fucking friends. So when Neil Peart died, rest in peace, brother. Um, uh, Les was doing a, or Primus rather, was doing a, where they cover Farewell to Kings, and it was, you know, in honor of uh, Neil Peart. So uh, they canceled the tour because of fucking coronavirus, and uh, they decided to go back on tour after fucking shit died down a little bit with the virus. Tickets were like, I don't know, a hundred bucks or something like that. And uh, a good friend of mine who, who he and I both enjoy Rush and Primus and all that shit, you know, he messages me and goes, Hey bro, guess what? I got tickets to go to fucking see Primus for the fucking <laughs> tribute to Kings tour. I'm like, you fucking son of a bitch. And he's like, yeah, Will got the tickets, all this shit. I was like, you know what? Fuck you guys. I hope you guys have the worst fucking time ever. I hope one of y'all poop yourself and fucking miss half the show. I, I mean, I was lividly pissed. And I was like, could have got me a ticket. And he's like, I did get you a ticket. I was like, yeah. oh, <laughs> no, fucking I rescind everything. <laughs> everything. Right. So, Completely so, redeem yourself. So anyway, the interesting part, the, uh, the, the guy will who ended up getting the tickets. He actually, I grew up uh, down the street from, he's about five or six years older than me, but he, he lived four houses down from me. And uh, I haven't seen him for probably 20 years, man, uh, since he moved out of the fucking neighborhood. And uh, my buddy Ian, you know, kept in up contact with him and shit. So anyway, I'm like, oh, special occasion, you know, day of concert. I'm like, I'm going through the, 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 the magic treasure chest. And I'm like, ooh, and I pick out some, some cool little thingy mabobbers, you know, just enough for some concert doses and some stuff to, to bless some folk with. And uh, so I show up over there and, you know, I, I put a bunch of shit on the table. He's like, holy shit. And he's all excited. And, you know, he hadn't tripped in fucking forever. And his wife hadn't tripped in fucking forever. And so everyone's all excited. And, you know, I'm like, these are for you guys. You know, there's a whole, there's a bunch of stuff. But I gave it to him. And I was like, this is all, you know, I had some separate stuff for the concert. Well, so we ended up dosing before we even left the fucking house, and we had to drive from Tampa to fucking St. Petersburg, and fuck, damn it, driving and tripping. I don't know how the fuck I always end up in cars when I'm tripping, but fuck, it's so fun. Anyway, super blast. Obviously, you get there, and, you know, fucking Les killed it, dude. It was such, such the whole band killed it. It was a fucking amazing concert, um, but cool shit was happening, and, you know, cool shit always happens when you're tripping, right? So we're all waiting to go in and it's at this place called Mahaffey Theater was where the venue was. And it's right on a, a little, a little uh, marina. And the coolest shit happened. We saw this huge school of fucking Jack Cravel up in the back corner of this fucking thing. Oh, nice. swimming, and there's like fucking a hundred of them. And you look out like a hundred yards up the fucking channel where all the boats are. And there's fucking three dolphins. And then you look in the middle and there's this giant fucking school of mullets. So it was like what is definitely prey for the dolphins was actually working with the dolphins to fucking, uh, you know, uh, school these fucking these fish in this tight ball or they were just picking them off. 
I mean, it was super epic just being able to fucking see nature doing nature shit right before a fucking epic concert. But it was fucking really cool, man. It was it was a fucking good time, man. I don't I don't typically uh, dose higher doses the last couple of years, and um, that wasn't a high dose. I, I think we were all about like two grams was the most we took. Uh, but it was fucking phenomenal, dude. And it was such a nice treat because no one, my buddy Ian or, or Will, were fucking expecting that, you know? And it was just like that popping it up. You know, his wife was fucking elated. She's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It was fucking, uh, it was a fucking blast. But uh, it's it's really interesting how, um, you know, just having a little little couple of them thing thingy things on you. And, uh, you know, when you're going out or you're, you're, you're with people, and you're able to share, you know, and it definitely 100%, like you said, man, it just it, it increases the people. People start vibrating on higher frequencies. And when you're vibrating on higher frequencies with other folk, man, the fucking magic happens, you know. So, yeah, I don't really it's like all about higher frequencies. Doses, man. Yeah, I don't really like higher doses. Uh, another one of my like my favorite experiences all revolve around seeing that 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 wonder and joy in somebody's eyes when they have just woken up enough that they realize like they see the world completely different. Yeah. Right. Like, like I love that shit. Like uh, we had a bunch of friends over and uh, they are pretty experienced drug takers. Right. And uh, I was like, well, you know, Hey, I have some, I have some mushrooms. Like, yeah, we love mushrooms. Last time we had mushrooms, we were in, they're world travelers. And they were like, oh, we had mushrooms and fuck, can't even fucking pronounce the name of the damn medieval, like, Soviet bloc country, Kazakhstan or whatever the hell. I was like, yeah, well, we're going to just, you know, come over. I'm going to make dinner. And uh, we're going to just, like, have some of these new, like, really good mushrooms I grew. And uh, I believe those were actually, yeah, Lizard King. And uh, we're going to watch Encanto. Because Encanto had just came out on Disney+. Plus. And, uh, Great my, my daughter, yeah, my, my daughter, you know, had already gone to bed. She passed out. We, we literally took her to the zoo and walked her happy ass like four and a half fucking miles to, to literally pat, make her pass out like at like eight or nine o'clock. And she had, she had seen every freaking animal at the zoo and done every ride and eaten every freaking treat and had a thousand pictures. I've, she had a great time. But at like nine o'clock, she's like, "Oh, you know, she's done." And we're like, "Yes, adult time." So friends come over, and uh, we have this. I bought this huge TV. Now I didn't buy this huge TV because I'm um, vain and I want a huge TV. What happened was, as it was like Super Bowl two years ago, and my wife was like. You're putting the TV in the car wrong. You're going to break the TV. I'm like, we're not going to break the fucking TV. She's like, you're putting the TV in there. It's going to break. I'm like, it's not going to break. It fucking broke. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) So she's like, you owe me a TV. And I was like, fine, whatever. So there's this place in town called Cons, right? And it's one of those buy here, pay here, like TV and furniture stores. Don't you have to buy here, pay here everywhere? <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? It's I mean, like what they, the fuck they have like rent to, rent to own places. Yeah, they pull you well, on credit you, and you get 100% interest. No, they can put it on credit or you have like the 100% you know, interest thing, but cons isn't really that bad. 
Like I think it was, uh, I think it was, I think I seven point nine percent interest. Um, Are they sponsor material? Huh? <laughs> Are they sponsor material? Well, can we I get wish, Adam back? <laughs> I wish they'd fucking sponsor us. They're a big store with a lot of chains in Texas. Anyway, um, so we went over there and they're like, "Listen, we just got this one TV in. It's fucking ridiculous. It's like the only one it is. It's like this." 8K LED fucking massive 120 fucking inch TV. And I was like, that's like nine feet. And they're like, yeah, no, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. And I was like, well, how much is it a month? And they're like, oh, $159. Bucks. I was like, put it in the truck. Put it in the fucking truck. So uh, that's how we ended up with the TV where the people on TV are larger than real life. So people come over to watch movies. And we're going to put Encanto on this fucking TV. And we blacked out the whole house. And uh, they came over and, you know, we gave them some moderate doses. And they were like, yeah, no, come on. You know, and before it even kicked in, we're like four minutes in after they take a dose. They're like, listen, we know drugs. Like, just let us dose ourselves. I was like, all uh, right. <laughs> well, it's right there. Have at it. I mean, there's the powder. Here's the fucking orange juice. Uh, here's the champagne. Make yourself, you know, uh, some fun drinks. And they put like, like, just spoonfuls in there until their fucking orange juice and champagne <laughs> turned purple. And I'm like, that's a lot. You might want to split that, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, amongst everybody, because like <laughs> Lizard King, Lizard King don't play. You got no, a champagne flute that's. Fucking purple, right? And I'm like, it's gonna fuck you up. Like, you don't want to do that. And they're like, they're like, it's great. So, like, 30 minutes into fucking lizard, like, like, of the lizard king trip, and well, me and my wife only did like a gram each, so we're 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 happy. Like, the colors are bright. There's mandalas all over the fucking TV. Everything's great. They get to the first fucking like crazy complex musical freaking number. I think it was where. uh the lady was swinging on the swing and talking about how great she was and flower vines were going everywhere. And this couple is like, oh, oh, oh. They're, like oh. they're having literally a spiritual fucking experience watching a cut to a cry. And I'm like, maybe I should feed you something. Like, let's let's get some food in your system. It's not gonna so, help. It's not gonna help. It's already too late. No. I've I've, the I've been I made tapas and I had like, you know, like, like tapas are like little finger foods, you know? Um, so I made like tapas and sushi and a whole bunch of other shit. And so I'm just bringing out plates of shit. Like here, try this here, try this here, try this. And they're just like <laughs> glued to the fucking TV and they're like holding each other. And then they would look at the TV and then they would start crying. And they'd look at each other's eyes and be like, I, see you. And they look at the TV. And I'm like... (laughs) So, uh, at the end of Encanto, they didn't get up, right? Like, at the end of the movie, they didn't get up. We expected everybody to get up and, and like, come in and eat dinner and, like, you know, like, talk and bullshit and have a couple of drinks and then, like, you know, go home. Right? Like, like, no, put on Moana! (laughs) It's a fucking... It's a fucking couple's date. We're not swingers, right? We're like, it's been three and a half hours. 
come eat some food and go home. No, these motherfuckers are still fucked the fuck up. So we just replay, just play Encanto again. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah, they're just like, ah, uh, you're like just fucking sitting there, just like totally stood out of their mind. Except now they've taken every blanket in the fucking room and have now made like a freaking nest out of it and turned like a cocoon themselves inside of fort. all. They the, made, a, they made yeah. a pillow fort in your living room? Yeah, they made a pillow fort in the fucking living room. And we're like, you know what? This is great. I, I, we're just, me and my wife, you know. We love everybody, and we're just like we're just really, really happy that we can provide a nice, safe space for them to fucking trip goddamn balls, right? Like, <laughs> so Encanto finishes the second time, and I'm like, Are "You guys awake or asleep?" They're like, "They're like," I was like, "You guys like if you want to sleep here, it's totally fucking cool, but you guys are in like really awkward positions, like." I would rather you call the sixty nine, Farrell. That's called the sixty nine. No, they had like they had like scooted maybe like a foot or two away from the sofa, and then leaned back against it to where their shoulder blades were just touching, and then like leaned over on each other to where their heads were just touching. I was like, "You guys are like forty. This is gonna fucking hurt tomorrow if you fall asleep like that, right?" Like I'm forty. Like yeah. No, they were pretty much out. I was like, you guys want, you know, to stay here. Uh, we have the extra bedroom, you know. It's got a queen bed. Just fucking chill here. Like, because I really don't want you driving home when, you you know, you don't even notice the fucking movie ended. And uh, <laughs> so <laughs> they ended up uh, getting real chatty after that and being like, man, I'd never seen Encanto. And that was amazing. I was like, no, you saw it twice. Like, like it just finished the second time. They didn't realize it finished the second time. But we had a great time. We had, a, we had an hour or two talk after that. Then I got him on Uber, Uber home. Yeah, get the fuck out. Yeah, uh, but, get out. But no, like that kind of stuff. I don't mind it, man. If you want to come over, and as long as you're not doing something stupid, like you know, peeing in the fucking corner or trying to hump a freaking bear in the, you know. Like oh, stuffed You're taking away all the good stuff away. No I fun. Mean, no like, fun. What the fuck? You have a bear? Well, <laughs> a stuffed animal. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, you know, that kind of stuff, I don't mind it, man. I, I don't mind it at all. It's never bothered me. It's like, okay, well, just hit replay. Fuck it. Who cares? Like, but yeah. I'm going to go watch it right now. Have you seen Encanto? Encanto is amazing on shrooms, dude. The colors are amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's so also, many shades of gray. It's a prequel. Isn't it? <laughs> no, it's not. It's its own it standalone show. I want you to oh hey, challenge to the fucking audience. Get take a slightly more than your usual fucking dose of mushrooms. All right. Not enough that you fucking like go down a hole or anything. But enough that you are hyper aware and watching Kanto for the micro expressions. Okay. Because okay. in Kanto. Slight chubby erections. In Kanto was live captured off of people. It wasn't done. It wasn't done like. Um, like it wasn't just computer generated. So, like, all the facial expressions and stuff from the people are like real. But if you watch it, you can tell, like, this lady really hates her fucking lines. 
Because, like, she's smiling, but, like, in between her lines, she's like, micro expressions are like, oh, shit. She fucking hated that. Jesus. You know? It's pretty cool. Yeah. Especially the the family Madrigal song. Like, if you if you watch the girl's face. You've seen like, this movie way too many times. <laughs> I am a fucking toddler. He's like, you know what? The third song, second verse. If you listen to the fourth word all the way to the seventeenth, it's I a story a of my fucking life. I think I, I can I can name all the fucking songs of the goddamn thing. We don't talk about Bruno. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can name all the damn songs. We got the uh, what's the the one uh, under pressure where the chicks talking and the juggling the freaking mules. Like oh, oh, Disney, Disney. We we wouldn't mind a sponsor. Oh, dude, yeah, Disney. If you want to sponsor our magic mushroom shit, I guarantee you we can make going to Disneyland more enjoyable for everybody by coming up with your own brand of Disney yeah. magic chocolates. I will, I will cross some shit right the fuck now. Yes. <laughs> we will make you some Disney magic candies that you can hand out to adults. In the shape of Mikey, Mickey, Mikey Mouse. Fuck yeah. Have some Moana mushrooms. Make way, make way. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, that was. Oh, dude. So, kind of goatee side story. Uh, that a long time ago, they, we got lost, right? Like one time uh, as a Cap Scout. And we got like really, really lost. And uh, I was brand new. And, um, so I was, they were like, they called me like, so what's your, you know, location right now? I was like, I looked up at the sky. I'm like, I'm underneath the cloud that looks like Mickey. I say again, Mickey, not Minnie Mouse <laughs> now. <laughs> I could probably find a part of my body that still fucking hurts from the goddamn beatdown I got for that shit. <laughs> What your green coordinates? Yeah, I'm underneath the cloud. Looks like Mickey. I say again, Mickey, not Minnie Mouse. Pause now. (laughs) (laughs) I was being a smart ass, and oh Jesus! At the time, our uh, Lieutenant Colonel did not have a sense of humor. Uh, He. He was a very serious individual and did not appreciate that. I thought it was great. You know what's going to be great? Next what? week's episode when we do the microdose session. When we're all going to be microdosed for the interview. Ooh. Oh, okay. Let's do this. I don't micro. Moderate dose. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I, when I say micro, micro, I might mean macro. I, I meant macro. I, I, I get my vowels mixed up. And you take, take your jaw and grab a handful and start munching. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> this will be great. Jesus Christ. Someone's yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll start pre-game in an hour before. <laughs> <laughs> I think I pre-game. I pre-game this one good. Yeah, you're drunk as fuck. Uh-uh. Talking like a fucking retarded hillbilly. No one goes full retard, Farrell. No one. <laughs> You no guys one. needed to have somebody on. to explain shit to. Hold on just a second. I think 
I think that this episode needs to be dedicated to people who like to play the stab your finger with a knife game. (laughs) You're going to get me in so much fucking trouble, dude. Don't even know. Yeah, five finger fillet. Yeah, Yeah, we don't want to do that. No. We don't want to go that full. Now, now Farrell's gonna drink more. Now Farrell's gonna go drink no, more. Jesus no, them non-Myco people aren't no. gonna listen past twenty minutes, dude. Uh, We're good. We're the good. wife listens to this shit. She yeah. loves the fucking podcast. She gonna hear that goddamn shit and she I'm gonna sorry. stab me. I'm Vanessa, sorry. Vanessa, sorry. it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Yeah. You don't need to stab me. Hero has been very broken up over this whole situation. Look, I will let her stab me only if it's with only if it's with a plastic knife. You don't get a choice, dude. This is a fucking Latina and not a not a fucking like bullshit Latina. Kill you fucking Latina. (laughs) Yeah, you don't get to no oh no no. We should not dedicate it to that. Mulligan! (laughs) Mulligan! (laughs) Scratch that. Actually, I bet you, I, I bet you Tim is fairly racist out of the damn podcast. <laughs> he's so scared right now, he's shitting his pants. I thought this was going somewhere like we should dedicate this to, you know, like, like, a United handicapped families. Look, all I'm saying is, we've mentioned. Like, We've mentioned people with disabilities quite a bit on on this episode, so that's all I was saying. Was we should dedicate it to. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not, you're not helping. You're not helping. Yeah. Hey, you're it worse. Put, put some salt that, on that wound. Put some lemon job. juice. What do you mean? Let's just mean this episode. You guys make fun of mine every episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yours isn't a real handicap. You just can't. Oh my it. god. Did you just say you know that how out much, loud? Do you know how much better that makes you at hunting? A fucking dude in camo sitting in a fucking tree looks like a dude in camo sitting in a fucking tree because yeah, he doesn't believe into anything. I know he doesn't that. believe me. I would train you just for the fucking anti-insurgency fucking capabilities. <laughs> That's true. And that is why his crocs yeah. are tactical trucks. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, yo, yours isn't a fucking disability, son. Yours fucking shit right there is goddamn cheat code for when the fucking commies freaking invade America. Did everyone hear the story? Red Dawn. That's all I got to say. Red Dawn. It's not a cheat code for fucking Red Dawn. (laughs) Did everybody hear the story? No, we're... We're at it. We're over an hour and a half now. Did everybody give a story? You mean the the inspirational quote? Not yeah. inspirational with whatever you download off the internet, Trim. <laughs> oh, I, I'm, just, I'm just checking what I got to do here. Hey, Wait, did Michael? Did Michael Nutty give a fucking story? He need, I don't oh. know if he I, I don't. I do not have a story. I fucking like us. I can say I'm not like a part of the car. Well, okay. All right. I okay. I have. I kind of. One time, my mom walked in on me or some shit. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think. I mean, the only story that I have, because I, I, ha- I have no friends, and I don't, didn't do a lot of mushroom stuff in the past. I just smoked a lot of weed. Um, 
but with mushrooms. Uh, I had my, have a bunch of friends. Well, well you, yes, you my devil's lettuce. Like you were to earlier. Yes, yes, I do. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Making sure they were the one the same. Um, but no, I uh, my with my family when I started um doing what we're we're talking about. I started giving my grandfather uh, microdoses and it started helping with his arthritis, which made me feel amazing. And I was just glad to be able to help and actually help my father too. And like when my sister had pain, she's, I don't, I didn't know the correlation between pain, but they all said that it helped. So I'm happy with that. And uh, I guess that'd be my story. Don't really never did any like partying. I mean, I I've had like about a gram, gram and a half just hanging out with people, but nothing like didn't have any group of people that I dosed with because I, I don't even know enough people around here personally to do that. It'd be like, like my sister. Away. Jesus well, fucking Christ. Yeah. That's one of the saddest fucking stories I've heard. I was going to say, it, I mean, it, it was nice and stuff, but that, that does not have a place here on this podcast. I'm sorry. I just brought it to a bad place. Sorry about that. I don't want to buy you a flashlight. He's trying Just to bring this podcast into a good place yeah, that's we, not where it belongs. Way to finish real strong, Nutty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, son, we're going to get together. All of us as a group. We're going to come to the new farm. I'm going to set out some fucking blankets and shit. We're going to do some fucking drugs and stare up at the goddamn Milky Way. Listen Fuck to yeah. cool music. That sounds good. I hate you to tell you guys this. You come down but... here, Nutty. You're like an hour away from me. I, I'm I was gonna say same, I don't think you're that far. I'm in the same boat as Nutty. I have never done them with other people. Oh, it's so much fun! It's like, like okay, it's but it's set in setting. You need to make sure you yes. know these people. Yes. Don't not do like, it with strangers. Don't fucking you feel do it with people you hate. See, I got I got people started. That you think it. I'm stolen from you because the whole time you're there, you're gonna be like, oh, that's a nice fucking cloud. I bet you we steal my silverware. Or you know well, what? I, a- <laughs> I, I got started in my ecology. The Don't pick people of... up off the street to get fucked up with, okay? This is not fucking pops drinking tea. I got started in mycology, the opposite of most people around here, apparently. I started out with gourmets. And then I learned about the six psychedelics, and I was like, well, you know, that might work. And then I started, you know, experimenting with them for, like, uh, depression and PTSD and stuff, and they worked amazing for that. So that's kind of how I got into the whole I mean, uh, we're gonna have my, like my background is all gourmet, though. We're going to have a total fucking powwow. We're going to have a total powwow at the fucking house. The new ranch is going to be fucking epic. And we're going to sit around, maybe in a fucking hot tub or some shit, drink a couple of fucking beers, take some goddamn mushrooms, and stare at the fucking Milky Way and laugh our goddamn ass off. But it's it's going to get so done. weird yeah. in a good it's way. Great. I love it. <laughs> and my my only experience with... Uh, my only experience with macrodosing is once a year I go out into the woods by myself, and I have a really great time. Just Dude. me and me and nature. Yeah. I can't fault you. I can't fault you, Trim. I mean, that you. Yep, there it is, right there. Because you know what? At the end of the day, the most therapeutic shit that I've found. I mean, look, I microdose and stuff, and very frugally macro, but no shit. Solo adventures with nature, dude. I mean, that's the most therapeutic shit fucking ever. I mean, there's there's laughing, there's crying, there's talking to yourself, there's fucking crazy epiphanies and all sorts of weird shit. And the fucking weight part of about it is there's no talking to trees. There's More than no one occasion I've woken up naked. 
There's nobody know <laughs> that I get naked. Who has it? Put up a, a front or, you know what I mean? To have any sort of, because I will say that about when I'm tripping around other people, there is a certain level of like, I'm a little bit reserved typically. Um, it's hard to explain, but you know, you know what I mean? I'm holding back a little bit because of the, I don't know. There's a fear of intimacy, I guess you would call it because I mean, the barriers are broken the fuck down. You know what I mean? But by yourself in the woods, no fucking bullshit. I mean, again, you know, not taking fucking 20 grams and fucking jumping off a cliff or some shit, but you know, a respectable amount and going out can be the most fucking therapeutic thing ever in my opinion but i second it i don't awesome see that bro it is awesome so when is this thing no man like wait wait till we get the house i really oh it's next month i love love everybody and i love you guys and I love guarantee you. it'll be a good time. Love you. It'll be a good time. It'll be a good time. Group hug. Fire. Yeah. Exactly. I won't, I won't be the guy bailing you out of jail. I'll be the guy in jail with you. Yeah, I'm going to be yeah. right there next to you at the fucking next seat. <laughs> or actually, I'm probably going to sit on a shitter because I like to shit when I'm in the holding center. Because, you know, everyone's got to share that same one. The certain dominance. You're using right? as a jitter. The certain dominance immediately. <laughs> When you're shooting so light block eye contact, yeah, the first thing I the first thing I do is I sit on the shitter, I take a dump, and I look at everyone right in the eyes. <laughs> hey, do you guys ever get the urge to shit like right when you start peeking and you go take a shit and then like you realize everything's fucking moving and you become engulfed by the fucking patterns of the tile and the fucking. It's kind of like when you start watching like videos on uh, the fucking Facebook videos when you're on a shitter. Then you wake up, your legs are fucking asleep, and you're fucking shit. against the walls and shit. Oh, YouTube shorts. YouTube shorts. Work too much. YouTube shorts will get you every fucking time. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're drinking or you're I keep doing watching this chick room. doing the same dance over and Jeez. over. Oh, I fell asleep <laughs> with YouTube shorts on last night. It was horrible. I woke up with the same one playing over and over and over in my room. <laughs> It was horrible. And then I was too lazy to get up and turn it off. Oh, so like my, like I haven't fried my brain, right? Like a lot of people I know is like I fucking like kill their creativity centers. The reason that we all get along is because none of you have fried your fucking brains, right? Um, you get a lot of people. Why would I want to do that? We get, a, we get a lot of people these days that don't have freaking imaginations. Right. And uh, one of those things, like I love audiobooks, right? And so. Oh, I yeah. listen to audiobooks all the fucking time. And sometimes I fall asleep listening to an audiobook and I forget to put the timer on. And like I'll, I'll listen to the book the whole night while I'm asleep. Yeah. And you're experiencing it in your dreams? Oh, dude. I, yes. Yeah. I'm fucking living the whole goddamn book in my fucking dreams. I was I listening like, to a prepper book the other day about that. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it was what were you listening to? Which one were you listening to? Uh, let me look up the name of it. I'll find it for you real quick. It better not be R.C. Wells or whatever his name was. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta pull up my auto. No, the guy that the guy who uh, um, he's really uh, kind of become like the the guy who wrote the first prepper book, and it was like really crazy, unrealistic. But he was the first person to write fiction based on 
Well, yeah, this one's kind of like a fiction with Prepper mixed in. This book, I liked it. So yeah, I love. I don't know. Don't get me wrong, man. I could talk for days about my audiobook collection. Is just great. Like if somebody, I literally spend more time picking out an audiobook than like just a single audiobook or starting a new series, for example. I spend more time picking out a new series than I did the decision to have another child. Okay. <laughs> okay. This one was the one I listened to was called The Prepper's Road March by Ron Foster. Okay. Time. Yeah. Who was the who was the narrator for that? Mm, narrated by Dwayne Sharp. Oh, he's pretty good. Yeah. He's like in a world far away. <laughs> But no, like I have to like their voice and their cadence and how they talk. And yeah, it's big meetings. on how they read it. Oh, it's a commitment. Like I mean, I'm going to let you into my soul and brain, right? Like my wife was literally our conversation to have our daughter was like, uh, "So the boys are grown? Yep. You feel old? Nope. You want to try for a girl? You yep. want to pump out another fucking knee biter? Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like yeah let's try for a girl that is like i think we broke her and uh it was but like the decision to have another kid was like you know like uh, uh like a millisecond right because i love being a dad man i freaking love the shit out of it um um i do everything with my daughter as i send you guys pictures in the chat all the time of me making her like hey roll out this dough Make this with me. Let's go on adventures. Let's go, like, you know, let's go fishing. Well, I do everything with my kids. And uh, I really, 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 really love it. But it takes me longer to pick out a new series and an audiobook. Because, I mean, I'm dedicating many hours of life to that nope. audiobook. Whereas it only took me 15 minutes to make my daughter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we had time for a smoke. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm de- I'm dedicating days of time to the audiobook. But if you ever want a good audiobook, I got you. Good right, deal. Take one. I like reading my book, so I like the feel, the touch of it in my hand. Yeah. Oh, like right now, I'm reading. I'm so reading Harry busy. Potter for like the fifth time, the whole series. Oh my but god! I, I, I don't get. Oh my god! What? <laughs> Is that coming out out loud? Was that on my outside voice? (laughs) (laughs) I read the last one. No, I'm I'm not gonna. I'm afraid. Hey, did you get? Did you see the picture that I made for Harry Potter? With the little wire one. Yeah. (laughs) It was Harry Potter dressed as Leia, Princess Leia, with a fucking magic wand, like you know, lightsaber. Oh god, it pissed off so many people. Because they were doing that whole, like, oh, there's not enough trans people. And I was like, it's the author can write whatever she wants. She's not owned by the government or a state entity or being. It's her fucking imagination that's all this shit comes from. If her imagination doesn't include fucking trans people, that's just her imagination. Right? Like, anybody can write whatever the fuck they want. It's free to a goddamn speech. I don't understand why people get so pissed off when somebody's writing a fictional freaking book straight from their goddamn brain 
or their dreams or whatever, and it doesn't conform to what everybody's idea of is normal. It's fiction. Well, it's can- going to be fucking different. It's then you're normal, right? It, it, it's not going to have exactly what you particularly wanted. If you want a book about trans magic people, go find one. It's not, or go write one. Or go yeah. write one for the love of God. Go write Dude, your own. My life is basically if you've ever seen like American Pie and Road Trip. If you combine both of those, it's basically my life, but a little bit like taken down a level. <laughs> Did anyone see Euro Trip? Oh yeah, that was a fucking excellent movie. <laughs> you know, my my life to me seems but the outside people seem to think I'm really interesting. I don't understand it much. Well, you've got this cadence of speaking that makes you seem really interesting. It's the monotone. Has anyone, read, has anyone read Green Lights, uh, the Matthew McConaughey uh, book or whatever? On principle, oh, I yeah. do not read all, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, all I know is uh, they keep that would right, be all right, all right. I couldn't read it without it being in his voice. So that's going to be my life. I listen to audiobooks. Because I'm doing stuff at the same time. No, that would be weird. That would be weird listening to his own book with someone else not narrating it. Or yeah, him, him not do that right now. That would be fucking weird. <laughs> Wait a minute. Take a Need look. To get them numbers up, it's my friend. Take a look. Reading Rainbow. Just got I can go anywhere. <laughs> oh, he's dead. Hell yeah, dude! I can, come on, I can listen to Morgan Freeman readers about any book though. He's what is it, Marty? Marty annoying. Forge is fucking reading Rainbow like a motherfucker, bro. That's Jordy from Star dude, Trek. Jordy, no, it is not. Jordy, hundred percent. I yeah, said Marty Forge. It's Jordy. Yeah, I fucked Jordy, you Jordy, it's LaForge. It's LaForge. <laughs> Where's the fuck? Not that we're not that we're all nerds in here. Yeah, I'm a a nerd. I'll be going out drinking and fucking up the most fucking shit, and the next day I'll be fucking fixing someone's computer. So, (laughs) you know, to set up a network. If you want to like, you guys want to like like a really hilarious uh, book uh, series to start. It's really fucking hilarious. So this book series is it's off. To Be the Wizard is the book number one. It's uh, by Scott Meyer. It's narrated by Luke Daniels. And the premise of the book is that uh, you're a, the person, the main protagonist is a hacker who finds a file on an old AT&T server that's just a bunch of numbers, letters, and coordinates and find and figures out that it matches every fucking human on the planet and we're all in a giant simulation and he can therefore change the the like uh the the integers on there integers and then give himself like a billion dollars or learn to fly and shit and the government figures it out and they come after him so he decides to go and hide in medieval europe the and shit. Goes, sounds like the matrix yeah, yeah. So when he goes to try, you know, just changes the the dates that he's alive to medieval Europe, he finds out that there's a whole goddamn shitload of geeks 
that have also figured <laughs> the shit out and are hiding in medieval Europe and have named themselves wizards. And that's where like Merlin and the Knights of the Round Table. That's fucking awesome. And, oh, at first I was like, this sounds stupid. And now no. I'm like, this is brilliant. Yeah, what the so good. It is fucking brilliant. It's got amazing. Like Luke Daniels is one of my favorite uh, auditor, uh, like audible readers in the entire world. And if you don't have an Audible account, I will happily send you the free link that I can send to somebody like who doesn't. Because I can send anybody who doesn't have an Audible account one free book. Does that make sense? Yeah. Ooh. Send it to me, Farrell. I'm interested in that one. Oh, I'll take a book. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is amazing. And I'll gift you a fucking book, too. Like, uh, look. Like you for I'm not gonna gift all fucking like thousands of fucking <laughs> listeners. I, Did you I'm know good. he's doing a book? He's doing a book, right? Our, last, our last podcast got up to uh, I think it was like 258 downloads. That's down now. Now that understand that's down. No, no, no. I'm not talking downloads for the whole thing. I'm talking the last no. episode when we brought on Munch. There's yes, 258 downloads for that episode. That's nice. downloads and like the like button starred, right? That's not listens. In order oh, to really? figure those, yeah. In order to figure those out, you have to I go. go Buzzsprout. You have to go to Buzzsprout, and you have to go to the each individual thing. Like on Google, what we got for the last the 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 last episode, um, we got uh, fifteen hundred listens and forty five favorites on Google, and then like no, we're we're in the um, unfortunately getting. Really popular, really quick, like scarily popular, scarily quick. We're in the around fifteen thousand plus listens every episode, and uh, those downloads are downloads that people saved the episode or favorited the episode. Oh shit! Wow. So they're why like am, buttons. They're YouTube like buttons. Why am I? Sp- YouTube. Why like- do I suddenly have stage fright? What's going on? <laughs> what I think about it, I'm, like, I'm about ready to do the helicopter right here in front of the audience. Yeah, no, but like when I think about it, I'm like, holy shit! Like, because we keep getting more and more popular, and they keep promoting us because oh. we're now in the top point zero one percent of podcasts that started sure. the same time, same six month period that we did. That they keep promoting us because people keep liking and favoriting us and downloading us. Right? Wow. Does that make sense? So we we fucked the algorithm somehow because we're funny. I don't know. Or just people like listening to us. Yeah, listening to us rant. (laughs) Well, it's turned out that, like, you know, we're getting 15 to 20K listens per go. We sure appreciate everybody who's listening. Thank you very much. Oh, geez, you guys are awesome. And And more people will come to our Discord as soon as we I think you we're can talk around to 150 us. people shy, and we're going to be having a giveaway. So. Oh, and, wait, no, and, and only the and the most important part about that, uh, you guys, we have a channel in there. Basically, for you have to have questions. If you want me to go run through something, you want Farrell, any of us to go through something with you. I mean, anything. It there. doesn't even have to be mushroom related. Just come talk yeah. to us. Hey, I'll make it. something up if you want. <laughs> I, I, I don't play with, like, regular social media like twitter or facebook or anything like that this is my social media is discord i'm on here all the time talking texting chatting 
talking to people, sharing pictures, helping people and walking them through stuff. I'm more than happy to talk to you personally. If you text me, I will say hi. It doesn't matter. Like If it's during the weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, when I'm at work, it might take me an hour or two to get back to you. But I'm going to get back to each and every one of you. I appreciate you listening to us. All of us do. Yeah. Like, it's really cool to be able to touch your life, to be able to be part of your life. You let us in there. And that it means a lot. Like, I literally wake wake up in the morning. Like, when I woke up this afternoon, I had 28 (laughs) questions on Discord. Yeah, and and, I answered them all before I got out of bed. And <laughs> yeah. I, I'm available probably 20 hours of it every day for anybody who wants to talk to me on Discord. I mean, I know you guys don't like me much. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you anything. I might lie to you, but I'll tell you something. Well, we really, we really appreciate, we really appreciate each and every one of our listeners. You guys are fan. I don't know. I don't know how to say you guys kick ass. Like. Your support is amazing. I think thank you was the word you were looking for. (laughs) I wish you would stop trolling other podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) As hilarious as that was the other day. uh, It was not me much. You're you're not making us any friends by going on to other people's podcasts and calling them out for things. What? Okay. Deadpool might have been doing a little trolling, but hey, I was trolling hey. Deadpool. Dude, that was such... <laughs> why would you throw me under the damn bus like that? There's no proof. But as, but as far as our as far as our listeners and uh, listeners go, I would prefer that you don't go and troll other people. I'd prefer that you uh, reach out to them and bring them to our community right. and be like, listen, this is... Yeah, we, we were just having fun, though. We weren't being yeah. really mean to anybody or anything. But come to I, I was being mean. And I was being we're mean. not we're oh, not I gonna gate, Sorry. We're not gonna gate, gatekeep anything. And we get we get some I personally get some hate mail and hate messages, which maybe I'll read on here one day about uh when I give like secrets away. Cause there's discords that people pay a thousand dollars a fucking month to be in. Dude, um, it's fucking nuts how much some of these people charge for just basic information. Yeah, we just give away it's like they, every day. They keep that shit. They don't want you to fucking know how to do PF tech right off the bat. Like the whole first hour and fifteen minutes of this freaking podcast was just blowing gatekeepers in the fucking face. So like it's what I'm blowing them in the face. You guys have never pearl necklaced anybody? Yeah, but that, I never called them that's called the money shop where I come from. Okay, the money shooting other people in the... in the face. I don't. Yeah, no. See, it's called just money shooting. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Money, you know, money shooting your money shot. Yes, money, it's shots, money shots. Money <laughs> cannoning. I want to be a money canning cannon. Okay, not a money shot. Money cannon. <laughs> like one of those angry cannons, the ones that shoot like the. You're like, like a t-shirt cannon, but for cum. Is what you're saying. What are those big swivel cannons that they have with a fucking tank to shoot the grape shot that takes down the mast? That, that, that's me. Yeah, that one right there. So, basically two, ki- so basically, two kidney stones linked together by some mycelium. Giant <laughs> kidney stones, yes. 
Giant. When it goes off, I want to go backwards Pro- five fucking feet. Proportional. <laughs> Proportional kidney stones. <laughs> oh, shit. Fucking love you guys. All right, let's say something. Uh, let's, I know people aren't tired of listening to us. They'll listen to us rep banter on for days. You know, I have people say, why do you guys cut it off in an hour and a half? I'm like, because I have that a lot, man. Stuff to talk about. You know, because like, like, <laughs> do you know how hard it is to like stay on topic for an hour and a half? But how about we get maybe that's the get... charm that people are experiencing is the fact that it's not super rigid and fucking formatted, you know. We do go off script and go left field and right field and all around field, you know. I mean it keeps it's like interesting to sit in with a conversation of friends and, you know, they can be part of it, you know? That's, they they I mean, are part of it. I mean, you got so, if you have any idea just how hard it is for me to sit here and talk to you guys, as far as my ADD and fucking me not sitting here playing drums and playing a fucking banjo in my fucking feet or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I have myself with a seatbelt in my fucking you know, chair to keep me from getting up and doing Just shit. pay attention I, to the first 30 minutes of the show where he yeeted the fuck out. <laughs> I, I swear to God, it's like a requirement to grow mushrooms to be ADHD. It's like 90% yeah. of the growers have it. Teamwork is the key. Well, it's a manifestation of the hyper-focused <laughs> moments, you know? So like, I, was, I, I was telling Feral about my computer with four, four monitors, and he's like, why would you need that many? I said, dude, I need them all. I could use a few more, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, I plan on having three for my for the for the lab cast. I'm gonna have one that I can see what I'm doing. Then you want to have one for people that are too scared to talk, but they want to they want to text you questions on one side. There you then go. You the, the one with the camera view, so you can always change it with a sound and bar. See, all my monitors are inside of my head. I don't have to have the monitors outside. All of them are playing different things, or like when I'm talking, there's like there's like parts of me that are that are looking up the information in my head and bringing it to me. Like accessing. It's like, yeah, it's like there's this giant library in my head. I like, like imagine you're in front of a, a million TV screens and that they're all like parts of a, like, like a complex eye, like a mantis shrimp eye or something. And you can't, you, the pupil is the dark spot, whatever I'm focused on. And all the other stuff is outside the peripheral. And my brain works like all the TVs are playing something, and some of them are playing stuff that I a problem I picked up in 1992, and they're just playing that problem over and over and over again until I pick up the right amount of information from reading something where it all clicks and goes ha and spits out a freaking DVD or something like here, problem solved, and. Uh, well, it, it works like that. Well, you know, if we're talking and stuff like that, they can, a couple of those TVs can go and pick up information from my memory, bring it forward, and I could literally read it off the fucking screen word for word. Which is what happened last episode, and everybody was like, oh, it's so sciencey. I'm like, I read, I just science. You should have edited it. that shit. You're, you're just reading. You needed to be like, oh, yeah, and, and uh, Still a fucking Cubans or something. Like, I, I pull, I pull only, my, my name. Right my name my is Farrell. Here is this <laughs> what I'm reading right now. It is beautiful. I, I pull all my science right out of my ass. <laughs> I had to 
<laughs> I do have a I had a word document open on my computer with like how to pronounce the stuff. Like some you of mean kind, like, you mean really... kind of like trim at the end when he's trying to read off his motivational quote. <laughs> Dude, I I look up I I literally look up one thing per episode. You give me shit about. <laughs> I can stand toe to toe with the science broadcast, but I look up one of my inspirational quote and I'm an asshole. Everybody's done <laughs> great. This you're an asshole for other reasons. Episode. No one said you're an asshole because you look up quotes. We're just yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say this is probably the best fucking episode we've done so far. It's been great. Oh, hey, real quick, guys, guess what? I have a little update. I was kind oh, of pregnant, on, but I'm pretty excited. I fucking I I am my flow hood that I purchased will be here uh, in four days. What'd you get? Oh, that's Clap, awesome. Clap. Hey, What'd you get? What'd you get? What'd you get? What'd you get? It's only been like three years in a fucking still airbox, but you know. So I just got a fucking, it's a China shit that came from eBay. It's a little, uh, I don't know, 24 by 24 by like 30 inches tall oh, of shit. workspace. It's got a box so, fan pushing it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a vertical. Yeah. It's a vertical unit. It's a vertical unit, and um, I just was like, I mean, you know, it's tax season, all that shit, and I was like, you know what? It has weird micro stickers on it. Oh, what well, <laughs> I was gonna do? I was gonna, dude. I am. I'm saving. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm saving whoa. the FA and the bow because that's the biggest fuck around and find out that I've fucking done in the last year is purchase a fucking China flow hood. I'm going to fuck around and find out with that motherfucker. We're going to find the, out. Hell yeah. I'm going to fucking open up nice. some plates, put it the on that. Hopefully, the fingers fuck. crossed, they don't fucking, uh, you know, uh, tam out turn, and shit. We'll see. Turn, oh, it'll be fine. But, well, no, I was pricing out, I was pricing out the the DIY feral, feral tech flow hood. And with where the price is at for the fucking uh, – the floor fan and uh shit i was like man I, and i was gonna do it with wood and and I, I already talked to my buddy who's got a woodwork shop in his garage i was gonna do the whole nine i was gonna stain shit steal it make it look all fucking clutch maybe do some etching into it or whatever fucking or uh wood burning into it you know the logo or whatever but i was just like it's a whole fuckload of work and like i've been having uh, dude, my success rate with bags is hit or miss, and I can't really what? do bags in. My, yeah, dude, I can't do them in my still air box because I end up fucking small, hitting the top. Yeah, yeah, I don't have the vertical room for it. I've done well with where I've like cut the bags like four inches above the filter patch, and it's still fucking wonky. Mm-hmm. Um, so you should have just made one with PVC with just like a tarp. And then it could be as tall as you fucking want. As long as your shit is down low, you just clean it. Now, Did I show you guys my, my new steel air box I built, by the way? Your sandblast unit? The one that yeah, everybody thinks it's, it's a, it's a wooden so steel air box. No, it looks fucking sweet as fuck. Yeah, dude, that thing is fucking yeah. awesome. It's fucking yeah. nice, please. But but we're going we're gonna to have a birthday fucking party for your goddamn shit. Like, dude, let's do it. I'll fucking do it. I'll do yeah. a fucking... Uh, I'll do an, I'm, gonna, uh, I'm, sending you, I'm sending you some slaps right now. Oh, dude, yeah. I got, I got, I got, yes, yeah, send some more. I got the three for the FAFO cult, the really cool fucking Darth Maul fucking emperor fucking dude. Not Must for nothing. Yeah. That should be, that's that should fair. be logo, That looks like a fucking cult leader. If How I've ever you? seen it. Yeah. <laughs> that's a logo. That's a logo. Jim Jones, man. 
I don't even have that one. What what the fuck? What's going on here? Hey, your sticker? Ridiculousness. No. There better not be stickers. Hold on. I'm gonna be and, and it's shiny oh, too. He's it's talking a about the sticker too. <laughs> he's talking about, he's talking about the, the 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 why get further away from your microphone? What are you doing? Where are you going? <laughs> I no, he's well, talking about the Fafos the Chalusu, the Chalusu fucking. Oh, with, it looks like he's got a halo over its head. It's, that one, I got the the one with the fucking. It's got like the red cape on and the fucking really cool cap, and it's like all Darth oh, Maul. The, and the Emperor had a baby. That's cap. That's the one for uh, people that survived the interviews with us. Yeah, that yeah. thing's fucking gnarly. I haven't done an interview, so I guess I'm gonna have to. You do don't get shit, interview. dude. You don't get shit. I already yeah, got the it. Death it's death it's my balls, and it's yeah. my balls are super clean with the feral soap. Just so you know. Yeah, you've already That's told the, us about yeah, your balls three the, times. Skin kind of obscene the, now. The <laughs> death cap, the death cap Fafo one is the official Fafo. So, cool. Uh, that's, yeah. going, that's gonna go on the fucking. That's yeah. I'm, it it I'm is. It's badass. Wait, don't, don't, yeah. don't you got one of my? You have one of my stickers. Who? My face. My face sticker. Yeah, you're actually. You sent me one. Uh, a long, long time ago, and it's on my spore print box because it's got the spiral of spore prints around the, the uh, guy fox face. Nice. I put that one. I put the death cap one that he's talking about in the Fafo pregame, so that you can see it. There. Yeah, that one needs to go to a different episode. Yeah. Yeah, but no, seriously, uh, Deadpool, when you send out that package to me, yep. put put a new one of those spaces of the guy box masks in there. I'll I just I just put it. I just put it on your slip. You put it on my slit, you dirty fucking rascal! You. You know, you know how I am. <laughs> Don't worry, I licked it first. <laughs> it was pre-wetted. Yeah. <laughs> now it's moist. You guys. All right, gentlemen. Oh, hour, uh-huh. two and a half hours. So nobody's gonna complain. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I can talk shit all day long. This has been a really fun podcast, guys. It really has been. So, all right. Who has something positive to say? Let's, as usual, start with Deadpool. Oh, something positive. Do we want to be a smart ass today? No. How about this? If you think you're too small to make a difference, try sleeping with a midget. <laughs> and that was an excellent, dude. That's what? I, what? Undeniable. That's that's, that's based. See, that was, that was right. even motivational. I I tried. I pulled that one from deep down. Of course, but but kind of shallow. She can't really get that deep. <laughs> well, that's me. All right, Michael Nutty, what do you got? Oh shit! Uh, for tonight, I guess I'd just say everything's temporary. You never know what's coming next. You know, you gotta look on the bright side. Beautiful. I want it with the accent, dude. Say that again with the accent. Yeah, well, Wait, <laughs> Shiny, what do you got, buddy? Hey, all right. So, all right. I want to say for all you beautiful people out there, I love you from well, the bottom of my heart. So just know that you're loved. Secondly, if you find yourself in this situation where you're dealing with regrets, 
or you're worried about things to come. Stop looking behind you. You just came from there. Quit looking ahead of you so much. You don't need to do that because that future is not guaranteed. Stop moving and look down. Where are you? Then look up. You are right now. Focus on that because that's what you're guaranteed. The future's not guaranteed and the past already been. Much levens. Shiny out. <laughs> what Beautiful. the fuck was that? I got dizzy. How long have you been? How long have you been working on that? I tried it. I got dizzy. I was no, no, no. I was, dude. That was totally out of my ass because I was literally gonna read the four agreements, and then I was like, no, I don't want to but then you're like, you know what? Trim might have downloaded that already. We don't know. No, I didn't want to pull a trim. I was like, no, I'll just. <laughs> anyway, love y'all, peoples. Uh, be good to yourselves. And, uh, yeah, look at where you're at because that's where you are. And uh, make moves if you need to. Remember. All right, Tim. What do you got, buddy? Well, since I'm guilty of looking them up, I'm going to have to make one up out of my ass tonight. No, let's let's boot this fucker. Um, let's see. How about this? It's going to go right along with Michael's. Life is what happens while you're making other plans. So make sure you enjoy what you have today. Fuck yeah. Mm, fuck yeah. That was sexy. That was. I might actually fuck that quote. <laughs> <laughs> with or That's a good one. That one needs to be on a shirt, too. Jesus. So, coming from me, is that we're all just specks of DNA and proteins floating through space. Like, there's no difference between you and your neighbor. They might be an NPC. You don't fucking know until you talk to them. But everybody has a story. The story might be stupid and boring, but you can probably make it better with mushrooms. (laughs) (laughs) As always, we love our listeners. We absolutely freaking love you. We cherish you. We appreciate you. And we love when you interact with us whether it is on our Discord, through our email, the cult at gmail.com, whether you buy something from us at our fafocult at etsy.com. It's all cash, whether you That's why I can't us, find it. Whether you send us money for our pure and unadulterated mockery through our cash app, which is dollar sign fafocult, Sniffity or you send us money on our Venmo, which is at Fafocult. If you are looking for, <laughs> if you're looking for high quality grains and you don't want to do it yourself, or you're looking for high quality substrate and don't want to do it yourself, you can always hit up Deadpool on our uh, Discord, and he will hook you up. I even taught you how I was going to do it today. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Walk you through it, and it'll be really good, high-quality shit. Uh, Please talk to us. I'm not begging you. I'm basically imploring you. We appreciate you. And, as always, give me a few minutes, and this will be live. And come and see us in the Discord. The Discord is going to be a Fafo cult. It is one word. And the link to our Discord will be included in the show notes. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you. 
and good night. Love Much love, everybody.